Hello and welcome. Hey, Corey, you going to start? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of course, I started into the uh, one for the uh, wrestling show. <laughs> oh, I have to do the joke again. God damn it. <laughs> it's the AEW post-show party. What are you drinking? Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome once again. Hey, Corey, are you going to start? To crazy comics and stories, it's me, your charming and delightful old Uncle Rap Bastard. Joe is not with us for Festivus, as is becoming his tradition. What? Instead, special guests, please sign in and announce yourself. Um, <laughs> is it ladies first? Sure, why not? Oh, Wolfie. Okay, wait. <laughs> hey, just because it got removed in an accident doesn't mean. Well, hold on. Let me think of it. I have to do math. Hold on. He's an agender puppet. Yeah. Well, and let's I, go with age before beauty. So, Grandpa. Oh snap! <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to. Sorry, I'm trying to see the screen because Wolfie actually signed in, and now there's a bunch of marker on my screen. Um. What, like Sharpie? Like you're trying to like move a hurricane or some shit? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, except for his actually looks more like the actual digital stuff. So, um, <laughs> God, sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, who am I? I don't know. Daniel? I think so. Um, oh, da uh, uh, Dangerous Dan Moore. That's right. I forgot. I have that nickname here. Ah! <laughs> Grandpa Dangerous Dan Moore. Yeah, what's that all about? Well, I yeah, okay. Technically, yes. <laughs> I have I have a three year old grandson now. Wait, how did I not? Did you just discover him on like twenty three and Me or something? Or <laughs> you haven't been paying attention for the past three years, Steph? Apparently not. No, because it was actually <laughs> on one of these that it got revealed. <laughs> I haven't been on in. Oh wait, Corey says I was on last year, but I don't. Yes, you were. Ember. Yeah, you were you were here last year and the year before. No, I think the year before I had a family, not a family. I had a friend who had an emergency because I remember the friend and I remember the emergency, but I don't remember if it was another podcast that you were doing or if it was the Festivus episode. By the way, I'm Stephanie Coronado. No dangerous, no, just no grandma, no grandpa, as far as I know. It's sexy Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know about that, but cookies. I want cookies. <laughs> I'm telling Corey, I miss the gym, but I really, really like cookies. <laughs> but, but, but cookies doesn't start with an S. No, it doesn't. No. Oh, wait. I know. Sugar cookies, Stephanie. Oh, well, there you go. And it's good yeah. for work. Fest we need festivist cookies. Like, like angry cookies, like grieving what, what 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 jalapeno cookies Ooh, that actually sounds good <laughs> well remember with festivus there is the uh the festivus feast that's so, right did, Mine they ever, is did they ever talk about the foods though like did they ever because they talk about the area yes in the poll there's the uh the feats of strength right. that's when festivus is over when someone has to pin the eldest member of the family there is the aluminum pole Right. Rather than a tree, because tinsel's distracting, uh, the Festivus dinner, F 
best of his miracles. But this is the airing of grievances. Today is December 23rd. It is Festivus. And now, as is tradition, we give the origin of Festivus. Many Christmases ago, I went to buy a doll for my son. I reached for the last one they had, but so did another man. As I rained blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. What happened to the doll? It was destroyed. But out of that, a new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. But I want to do this one, dear. I want to be the one to do that. Well, memorize it and say it next year. I, I will. Festivus foods. I want to know what the foods are because there, there isn't a menu. I think Corey should make one up. Oh, there you go. Um, let, let me see if there is a specific menu. I don't believe that there is. Just so you know, I'm flying down to Cucamonga in order to uh, uh, pin the oldest of us. Oh, good. Yeah. I can't be pinned. Oh, oh yeah? I don't know. I've been showing you wrestling lately, and uh, if I hit you with a Huracan Rana and then a Topecon Hero, I think you'll be dazed enough that I could pin you for a three count. I don't think so. I, I'm actually going to take that bet. I think we should sell tickets. Cage match. I, yeah, I agree. All <laughs> right. The Festivus dinner, the celebratory dinner, is shown at the evening of Festivus prior to the feats of strength and during the airing of grievances. The on-air meal shows Estelle Costanza serving a sliced reddish meatloaf-shaped food on a bed of lettuce. In the episode, no alcohol is served at the dinner, but George's boss, Mr. Kruger, drinks something from a hip flask. The original holiday dinner at the O'Keefe household... Um, the creator of Festivus was the father of Seinfeld writer Dan O'Keefe, who had an actual Festivus, said that the O'Keefe family featured turkey or ham, as described in the book, The Real Festivus. Like Hanukkah ham. That's nice. Yes. <laughs> but today is the 23rd, so it is time for the airing of grievances. That is why we get together every year. We all got a lot of problems with you people. And now you're going to hear about it. Who's the angriest? Long. It's been quite a year. <laughs> yes, it has. Oh my, this one's one. This is seriously one for the books. You know, it's just like, what i'm just glad it's almost over it's like what december yeah it's almost over so december 23rd we've got a week a week and a day left oh i saw someone have you know those um what do you call it? those like inflatable things people put on their lawn now for like halloween or they have them for christmas and yes someone just down the street has a grinch one and it's holding a big christmas ornament the grinch and it says is it over yet <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, I'm with that thing. <laughs> I don't think I have put up Christmas decorations since 92. Wow. Because I figured it is such a pain in the ass to get them out, put them up, and then know when to take them down. After January 6th, man. Three Kings Day. Well, it depends. 
It depends because my mother, they came down on New Year's Day. I and we didn't kinda... want to do it on New Year's Day because we were tired. We'd stayed up late and watched movies on New Year's Eve. I thought we I thought you'd take them down on Good Friday. <laughs> you know, you put them up for the birth, take them down for the death. You put them back up a couple of days later and then take them down again. I like that idea. It's like, why don't we for Easter, why don't we ever hear, you know, 10 more shopping days till they roll the big rock away? Like, why doesn't anyone do that? Like, I, Because the holiday is the next day. Oh, damn. Never mind. Bad because juice. that is half price candy day. Did you, did you say bad juice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how dare you not know the thing about East, uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> Jewish father, Catholic mother. It's like I got guilt from both sides. I got guilt from Hanukkah. <laughs> got the Hanukkah going on in there. Oh, so, well, you, so you celebrated Hakmas. <laughs> we actually did, as kids, we celebrated Christmas and Hanukkah. We had a Christmas mm-hmm. tree. We had a menorah. It's and, dangerous and, together. Oh, I know. And then Eastern Passover would, you know, fall on top like one... It was very confusing growing up, but um, <laughs> I mean, but I tell people when I was growing up, you know, Jewish and Catholic and all, like if you set up the nativity now, like you're setting the thing up and the three wise men are kind of looking like really skeptical going, yeah, I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> Does he got any ID? <laughs> <laughs> we believe he's a man and possibly a good man. But <laughs> blue eyes, I'm not so sure about this. <laughs> Where do you find a bunch of guys in the Middle East named John and Peter? And never mind, never mind, forget it. Forget it. <laughs> Dan, of course, is one of the people who's replaced um, replaced the baby Jesus with the baby Yoda in his nativity. That is not true. What? I, I, Why I put, not? I put Stitch in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lilo. Yeah. She's the Virgin Mary, which gets a little weird. <laughs> wow. Man. So. Okay. It, by the way, if you were in the when does Corey lose control of the podcast betting pool, the correct answer was one minute, 32 seconds. Is that a record? No. Damn. It's the record among sober people. How's that? Oh, sober. Sorry, guys. Yeah, same here. I I could have sworn Wolfie would have held that record. (laughs) No. So, shall we begin? Who has, who's the angriest? That would be me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we, I mean, I, I had a hard stop, like at a certain, because you know we can go forever with my Zoom account, but um, it's we we could be here all night. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's funny, who cares? <laughs> That's true. D- I mean, I- there are some people who are going to be now. Do I want to listen to my racist Uncle Bob rant about Trump, or do I want to listen to a podcast? I think I'll put in my earbuds and listen to Crazy Comics and Stories Annual Festivus. So we're performing a public service. I guess we are. I'm going to start with one that is kind of 
It's timely because it's the end of the year. And I'm no longer on Facebook. Thank you, baby Jeebus. Um, <laughs> I hate Facebook like poison. Anyway, um, it's the end of the year. And I'm still on you know other social media because I have to be for my work. And I see it on LinkedIn. And I see it on Instagram and all this other. The Spotify, what do they call these lists at the end of the year? The oh, Spotify yeah. wrapped. Oh my God, no. Not not just people not taking the value of entertainment seriously, but the the absolute gall of Spotify. You had one million listens. Here's seven cents. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it just, yeah. I've got a grievance with Spotify, long standing. And I think I'm prop no, I know I'm the only talent agent that says this publicly out loud i hold nothing but disdain for spotify no one else says this they might think it they might in the background send me private messages and go go steph yeah you but they won't say it publicly and i'm like eh. all right anyway so i mean it's all tied together like talent buyers not taking the value of entertainment seriously and you know hey we want to hire even people for weddings and i think i might have been talking with Corey about this people want to hire a band for a wedding, right? Your wedding's on Saturday. And they want, they want you to play the cocktail hour and the wedding, right? So it goes from the afternoon to the evening. But it's a thousand miles out of town. So now you need the person to arrive the day before for the rehearsal and to get there, right? Mm -hmm. Stay for the actual wedding and then they're leaving the next day. You basically are hiring a band for three days and you're getting married in June, which is festival season for, for the band. And they don't get it when you give them, you know, you let them know what the fee would be. They're like, why is it so much money? I'm like, because that's three days. They're not playing at festivals for you and your wedding. But my wedding's only one day. Maybe. But you get them for three days. <laughs> so <laughs> it's this constant battle of people just not understanding the value of entertainment. And I will just leave it at that because I could go on all night about this. Disdain Spotify. Okay. Go. But so on, my Spotify, on my Spotify rap, Baby Metal thanked me for listening to them. That's so nice. Here's seven cents. So you don't like the Spotify as the year goes by, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole business model is just such a, it's like, it's not even a pyramid scheme, you know? Well, is it though? Like, because the people who are really making money, I mean, the labels are making money. The people who are creating are not the ones making the money. They're just being taken advantage of. And they're like, but look how many listens I had. And I'm like, you can't translate that into fans and, you know, butts in, you know, seats and seats at shows and ticket sales. And yay, yeah. Spotify wrapped. Nick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I absolutely love the term, you know. Oh, yeah, you'll get you'll get uh, um, exposure. <clears throat> People die of exposure. They do. <laughs> tells me that they want someone I know to play for the exposure. And I will, I'm actually going to out somebody. I'm going to out a corporate big wig place. Best Buy reached out for someone that I work with and said, we'd really like this band to play our corporate picnic. Great. It's Best Buy. How much are you paying? Well, we're not paying, but it's great exposure. I said, so you want them all to play in <laughs> And the minute I said Speedos, it kind of got silent like it did just right there with Wolfie and Corey and Daniel. 
Sorry, Wolfie was um, excited and I had to keep him away from the mic. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so Best Buy, who has money, wants a band to play for their corporate picnic for free. The Super Bowl, the people who play the Super Bowl, they play for free. They don't get paid for that. And I'm like, what? what? <laughs> yeah, it's great exposure because look at who they're getting. They're getting like Dolly Parton and people who don't need the exposure, right? Yeah, that's what I am thinking. like, what? <laughs> okay, I, I got to break in here because I come from the dark ages when the Super Bowl halftime show was up with people. Up, up with people. They're the best kind of people. Sorry. <clears throat> I, what's, uh, what's up with people? <laughs> they were a group in the 70s that was a bunch of mediocre college chorus dropouts who went around the country singing positive songs about how great society was. Wait, so you weren't talking about the Sesame Street song where they just started singing? No, I'm talking about the group. Wait, they sang, the, they sang about how great things were in the 70s? Yes, yes. Even as a kid, even as a kid, I'm going, well, that's bullshit. You mean <laughs> make America great again? What's the again? What What are we talking about? When women couldn't vote, when we own black people? Like, what's with the again? Okay, I'm sorry, go on. <laughs> no, before the pilgrims got here. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know a lot of people that would agree with that. <laughs> white people. Have you seen white people? There's nothing out there for me, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, what is first on your list? Uh, first on my list is actually you. Oh, God. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Actually, specifically because you Just changed... what I need. Yeah. Because he said that we were going to do this on the 22nd, and now we're doing it on the 23rd. I'm only saying this to go with what dates you've been given already. But anyway. Uh... <laughs> or sorry, he said the... Tw uh, fuck, I did it the wrong way. Anyway. Corey decided got the dates wrong and decided to uh, 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 move our recording date one day earlier. Now tomorrow, right before we were recording, I thought this is great because I'm gonna ha I have I'm going in to have a, a a CT scan read and get the results. I thought this is perfect. I'm either going to be able to complain about the fact that there's nothing wrong with me, even though it feels like something's wrong with me, or I'm going to find out that the more likely version is that I have a black hole where my heart once was, and it's going to absorb the entire Earth and the solar system. Either way, it was a great thing to bitch about. But no, he's got to change it beforehand, so I have no fucking idea what's going to happen. And Which is a grievance. Yes. Oh, shit. Wait, so have you Googled your symptoms? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he, ha he has. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, I need a hysterectomy. <laughs> oh, man. That's, I know some dudes need to add a dick to me, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I Google my symptoms on WebMD, it's like, yeah, you have incurable, you have incurable brain cancer. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just a sore throat, but what do I know? Remember that old episode of the Brady Bunch where I, was it Jan? One of the kids like was looking up their symptoms in in a medical encyclopedia, and their two pages stuck together, so they read like, <laughs> is it, was I dreaming this? Like, or was this? Was it Three's Company? I don't remember. It was something in the 70s. Sounds more like Three's Company than it does uh, 
<laughs> yeah, the Brady Bunch, the saddest thing they, the Brady Bunch ever had was like, you know, Bobby was taking too long at the bike shop to repair bikes and he got fired and he had to hide it because everybody threw a party for him for how good a job he was doing. I thought it was when Kitty Carryall went missing. But they found Kitty Carryall. Bobby never did get his job back. Well, did he have it at the beginning uh, of the episode? Yes. He did? Yes. Oh, wow. It started with him already at work. I'm I'm sorry. I need a minute. Okay. <laughs> so, so Stephanie, how, how how else is your <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I've uh, I I've got my Kleenexes. I'm ready to go. You got it back together there? Yes, I'm going to go with something small and build. Dear Walmart. Quit trying to be cool. Walmart has been running an ad on Facebook for about three, not Facebook, YouTube for about three months now. And I like YouTube videos. I am one of those people who has cracked the YouTube algorithm. I am not someone who, well, I was watching YouTube and all of a sudden I got sent this thing about how everybody who's not white is a Nazi. No, I get hilarious commentary on terrible wrestling matches, um, lists of great video games, cooking shows, and documentaries about the game Doom. But one of the ads is Walmart with uh, is singing that's trying to be super cool and just comes off as incredibly cringe. Walmart shouldn't try to be cool. Have you ever been to a Walmart? Is there anything about a Walmart where you would go, yum, yum, yicky, yum, yum, yicky, yicky, yo, yum, yum, yicky, yicky. No. You go into Walmart and you go, my God, I've got to get out of here as soon as possible. But that's impossible because there's one person working a register and there are a thousand angry children here. Well, you want to go to the Walmart before you get shot, too. That's the first thing you think when you go into a Walmart. You're thinking, okay, is this where I get shot? No, no. That's when I go to the Mall of America. When I go to Walmart, I think, am I going to get tetanus? Yeah, Camp Sniper, yeah. (laughs) No, Mall of America, I've been there. That's not even, oh, has it changed since I've been there last? Yes. No, actually, (laughs) the thing is, shortly after it originally opened, they had a sniper and so Camp Snoopy got nicknamed Camp Sniper for a while. What? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At least they don't have all the fights on the fourth floor because all the bars shut down. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it used to be Friday night. I would stop there to go to the movie theater, and there would be at least one fight outside one of the many bars. Yeah. Well, all I remember is the Nestle Toll House Chuck cookie place in the first floor on the corner because you could smell that for miles. Like Subway only, Subway's disgusting, and Nestle told us cookies are not. I think they're gone, unfortunately. Oh, are they really? That's a bummer. It's I've, yeah. It's been well over 10 years. 15? No, 10 since I've been. So that's a they bummer. Still have, they still have Cinnabon. Which they do. Is, Cinnabon is the only place you ever go and buy a cinnamon roll. And when you get it, you go, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. And when you're a quarter of the way through it, you go, I no longer have the will to live. That's true, actually. <laughs> See, also the only place you can get a cavity from across the street. <laughs> and a heart attack to go with it. Yeah. 
<laughs> Come on, though. That's, just for, that's from the weight of the 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 uh, the bun on your on your chest. Remember the Pillsbury? I mean, the the twisted can your mom would like go poop with the spoon and pop open the canister. Oh yeah. Little, little <laughs> in there. It's like you wanted to just eat the icing by itself. It's like. God, this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Cinnabon. That's what they remind me of. When I see Cinnabon, when I smell that, it's like, oh. But I don't maul because I'm a woman born without a shocking gene. So. See, my mom didn't use the spoon. She would whack it on, on, the, on the counter. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that it would pop. At which point you, you ducked and covered just because. You know, you weren't sure if it was somebody shooting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's that damn sniper from the mall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. My mom's a sniper. Uh, I've never even heard that. That's, oh, my God. I did hear, and I never looked this up now that you said Mall of America and we're talking about that. Someone told me, now I'm going to have to Google it, that there is a seat from, I don't know, like, Mall of America was built maybe on the side of the stadium or something. Yes, it was. Yep. Oh, this is true then. They said that there is a seat on the wall, like on one of the levels you can actually, it's like where I don't know what his name is, hit his whatever numbered home run and hit that seat. So they left it there. And I'm like, don't ask me. I don't know anything about sports, but. Well, I don't know a lot about sports. I have no idea what you're talking about because I don't remember seeing the seat, but I wouldn't be surprised it's there. At the same time though, it's definitely not baseball because it was an interior uh, indoor like concert venue kind of thing so I no think they, they, the Met stadium was the twin stadium before they went downtown to the metrodome was it oh okay yes. i did uh, the only thing i remembered was there was a an ice hockey uh, arena there for a while and the seat you can actually see it on the wall when you ride the log flume so there really is a seat there yes i'm looking this up on a wall at the moa that's small of america Whoops, see result clip. Get out of here. A red seat from Metropolitan Stadium marks an example of Killebrew's power. I don't know who this is. Harmon oh. Killebrew, the guy so, who now has a root beer called Killebrew. Yeah, the guy in charge of NCIS. Oh, okay. No, I... <laughs> against the California Angels on June 3rd, 1967, Killebrew knocked a Lou Burdett pitch 522 feet into the spot occupied by the seat. Some sources put the distance at 520. So there is a red seat hanging in the Mall of America. Yep. That is, I should have looked where I was there. I, I didn't, wow. Twins, that's the baseball team. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hear they have a football team too, but I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> the twins have a football team? No, Minnesota. Oh. <clears throat> Sorry, that's hey. just a joke someone said when I lived there for 15 years, and I always thought it was really funny. <laughs> Just because the Vikings have never won a Super Bowl in their entire existence. Yeah, okay, yeah. But you know what? I'm really – I can be pissed about this and actually make it fit in. The fact that the um, uh, the Bron uh, Broncos, I think it was, uh, all were – we were tied with them of the uh, only people to get to the Super Bowl or the amount of times you got to the Super Bowl and lost. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, they beat us by one now. Yeah. We I'm can't upset. even do that. I know. We can't even lose right. So whose turn was it? Uh, <laughs> Stephanie's okay. Stephanie, okay. 
I'm just looking to see how long the Vikings have been around now that you said that, like in all of their existence since 1960. That's yeah. messed up. <laughs> That's a lot of angry fans, like <laughs> like generations of angry fans. <laughs> uh, I, I grew up in Illinois. The baseball team was the Cubs. Chicago Cubs. See, I knew that. Usually if you name the city, I can name the team, or if you name the team, I can name the city. But that's as far as it goes. The Cubs were not in the uh, World Series for nearly 100 years. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I take that back. If you talk, if you're ever on Jeopardy or one of those game shows where you need to phone a friend and mm -hmm. subject is 1977, 1978 Yankees, call me. <laughs> that was the year I watched every game. <laughs> My brother was into the Yankees, like he got into baseball all of a sudden, and I would sit, I mean, I know the players, I could tell you their positions, I could tell you the number, like Reggie Jackson, number 44, Ron Gideon, number 49, I could tell you Goose Gossard is 54, he was a relief pitcher, I mean, everything of the 1977-78 Yankees, I'm your gal. Outside of that, don't ask me questions about sports. This is just important information for future reference. Okay. Okay. Um, it was my turn. Shit. Um, duh, duh, um, okay. I'm going to say I have a grievance and I'm guilty of this. So I'm not mad at anyone else. Well, any more than I would be normally. <laughs> people who are guilty of, again, I am one of these people hearing, but not listening. Just an example. Narcissists. Was married one long documented well-documented history of screaming red flags right the guy who wants to run for president again so he can stay out of jail people who are showing you who they really are believe them and people just go do 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 like what is it going to take for people to say this is not a good person like, it's almost like no matter what an individual says or does, they just, they get, you know, they get a free pass. It's okay. We just keep dismissing this. Eh, just who they are. It's okay. And it's not okay. But I'd, I'd really rather you not uh, uh, tell people this. I, I, I only have certain skills. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, when someone shows you who they are, <clears throat> believe them and the people who mm -hmm. just make excuses or no 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 and i've done this i'm guilty of this i made excuses i was married to a dude that i best decision of my life divorced three years ago and it like from the very beginning he would say and do things and i would just i would make excuses for it oh he's just oh it's only because oh he's just and now i look back and i go what the hell was i thinking you know i'm smarter than that but to know that an entire nation <laughs> is <laughs> like there's the 70 million people doing this i got a grievance with those people <laughs> talking he's like talking about like outright now he's not even trying to hide it talking about hitler and how great putin is and he's like quoting putin and i'm going he's like just i want to be a dictator it's like uh by the way dictator that's penis potato but um Okay. <laughs> and you're a penis potato. Anyway, um, 
yeah, just, just, and again, I am guilty of this. I get it. We want to make, you know, make ourselves feel better, believe what we want to believe. And that's all fine and well, but facts are facts and fuck your feelings. And (laughs) (laughs) just people who hear, but don't listen. This is a grievance for me this year. We'll see how it is next year. (laughs) It's going to either be better or a lot worse. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see if you get the nomination. (laughs) You know what I got a grievance with? I got a grievance with every single fucking person in this country. (laughs) Seriously, though, (laughs) have you seen these people? (laughs) Yes, I have. uh, I love watching The Daily Show when they send one of their correspondents out. uh, Michael something. Uh, he's really good at keeping a straight face when he's asking those round questions, you know, those round uh, circular questions with their own logic. And they get to the point where they basically realize they're arguing themselves. And they're like, uh, yeah, whatever. I, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I just, yeah, that's one of my grievances. Hearing without listening. It's like, is this something that should be taught in school? Like math? Yes. I don't know. Unfortunately, the teachers don't know half the time. (laughs) That's actually true. Yeah. Corey left us. He said, I'm done here. I wouldn't doubt it. (laughs) Did he actually walk away? (gasps) No. Oh, damn. I thought we were about to Shanghai the whole thing. (laughs) I'm not the right... I'm not the right person to talk about red flags because, as Dan will attest to, I have at, at times dated barrels of red flags. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just a literal barrel of red flags. It's like, hey, would you like to meet? <laughs> you Usually, that book about the women. What were we going to call the book? Like, the women you date. What were we going to call it? I thought we had like a working title. I dated a girl who. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> It was okay. It was so bad that one of the red flags was, "Do they date Corey?" A <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Dan, <laughs> your turn. Okay, um, I will go with. The, I will go actually go kind of go back to your Walmart problem with the uh, the algorithms and stuff. Um, I've been watching a lot of uh, shows on. Uh, like Hulu and stuff where they will actually have commercials in it, which you know that alone could be a grievance because the whole fact that you're paying to watch their, their thing. And then they put commercials in, but <clears throat> I remember there's... I felt that way when I first got cable, it's like I paid for this and there are tons of commercials. Yeah. <laughs> so we're watching these shows and not only do they not, I mean, the shows have the obvious where the commercials would go in, they still build them that way. But the streaming services don't pay attention to that. And you'll be in the middle of a sentence and suddenly a commercial will come on. There have been many times that we've been watching like a criminal thing. It's like, and they were murdered by Walmart. I'm like, what? (laughs) 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 Uh, But the one thing got me is that, and you can't do anything to change their algorithm to try to go, well, I don't like anything you're showing me. To the point at one point, there was this, there's a medicine out there called Rinvoke. Do you know why I know that title? Because it was playing over and over and over again, sometimes right after one another. 
But each time they came on, it was for a different disease. But it was the same medicine. I know it's the same medicine because it was Renvoke. And as far as I can tell, this thing just heals everything. It'll, it'll, you know, it'll heal your uh, eczema. It'll heal your irritable bowel syndrome. It'll bring your dog back from the dead. I don't know. <clears throat> I tried to, I tried to keep it, oh, tried to keep it out of my mind. But all I kept hearing is like, ah, da 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 da, Renvoke, Renvoke, Renvoke. I don't have any of these problems. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, 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 Ozempic. Yes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Tell me that's not even a thing, please. Yes, yes. <laughs> I would like to remind the rest of the world that only the U.S. allows pharmaceuticals to be advertised on TV. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why we are who we are. That's right. Idiots. Speaking of idiots. <laughs> What? <laughs> this will be our first comic book grievance. <clears throat> oh, I've been ready for this one. <laughs> I have heard for years and years and years and years and years and years and years, if you just cut prices on comics, the sales will rebound. Yeah. Okay. Which shows that whoever says that has actual no comprehension of history at all. <laughs> Marvel listened to them in the 90s and started putting out a line of 99-cent books, including one of the best comics of the 90s, Untold Tales of Spider-Man. You know what happened to those? And all the other comics were $1.99. You know what happened to those 99-cent books? They died because no one bought them. There are two reasons no one bought them. One is, well, if they're 99 cents, there must be something wrong with them. <laughs> and the second reason is the amount of shelf space you give a 99 cent comic and a $1.99 comic is exactly the same. You make 20 cents profit on the 99 cent comic. You make 50 cents profit on the $1.99 comic. If you are a shop... What are you going to use for your shelf space? There is even a more recent example that was more calamitous. How many people remember when DC had the huge ad in the 2000s holding the line at $2.99 when Marvel had all their books going up to $3.99? Anybody remember that? Nope. You know what happened? Their sales did not increase. So they had the common attrition you know, when you have a comic, there's something that's called common attrition, which is in comic shops, unless you have a big event or a special cover or something like that, sales go down 1% to 3% every issue, which is why they have big events and they do reboots and stuff like that is because if you don't, your sales are going to drop. And after a year, they've dropped about 30%. That's if you have the same creative team, if you make no changes... Well, DC held the line at two ninety nine, and their sales did not increase. And after a year of that, their sales had got their sales and profit had gotten so bad they had to do the new fifty two because they're like shit. If our sales don't get any better, we're gonna we're gonna have to quit publishing comics. So holding the line at two ninety nine gave us the new fifty two. 
Oh. And I think we all know how horrible that was. Oh. Cutting? There's a company out there called Alterna Comics. All their books are $1.99. Nobody's heard of them. You know why? They don't have any money to advertise. They don't have enough sales to get into previews. Comic shops don't carry it because they're like, well, I would have to mail away for these because they're not carried by any distributor. Cutting the price is not a solution. It's not gas. When gas goes down, the price of gas goes down, people drive more. Comics, comic fans will buy the same number of comics up to a limit. Once they reach the limit, they'll go, you know what? This is too expensive. And they just quit. Mm -hmm. And it's not like you could call them up and go, hey, remember when you said that you didn't want to buy comics because they were $4.99 each? Well, they've cut them to $3.99. Oh, my gosh. I have to get back to the store. No, you move on. Cutting costs, cutting the price will not save comics. I could go on for an hour with stats and figures, but that would, we've already put Stephanie to sleep and she's next. <laughs> I was actually going to circle all the way back around to the commercials thing, but I won't. <laughs> I have to say this because I'm just as I'm listening to you and Dan. If I'm watching something, YouTube, um, Instagram, is that what it's called? Instagram, and a commercial comes on, I deliberately won't buy that product. You interrupted me. I didn't come here to see you and this crap that you're trying to sell me. And it's not the best of anything. Everything's the best of. And then they come out with a new improved later. And I'm like, so what I was buying before was crap. Like, Never mind. I'm not going to go on about commercials. I'm going to talk about <laughs> my grievance, which is so ridiculous. I may be the only person on earth that that feels this way, but I need to go complain to someone. Maybe the Nestle company or something. Um, trail mix. Do you do you know see trail mix? Um, I have tons of different kinds of trail mix. So there it is. You just said it. Corey, you just said it. Tons of different types? Yep. Here's the thing. Mm. So I like, very much like, pistachios. Okay? And there, so there are certain nuts that are healthier than other nuts. You know, everything in, in moderation too, but whatever. Yes, and, I'm much healthier than others. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, Thank you, Dan, for the dirty joke. <laughs> that hey. That's not the healthiest, right? <laughs> so you go to buy this healthy thing called trail mix. First of all, they're all salted. So no, they're already not healthy. So now you got to go searching for low or no sodium. You finally find that package and it's got M&Ms in it. Not healthy. Now you got to, you literally have to, and I just discovered a grocery store where you can buy nuts and seeds and dried fruit. In bulk, I literally have to go and put my own freaking trail mix together because there is not any one company out there that's actually selling a healthy trail mix. But people think it's trail mix. It's healthy. It's like, it's not. Put that down. <laughs> I mean, they're just so bad for you. But you would know that if you don't read labels. But yeah, Corey said it. You have tons of different 
Yeah, me too. Until I discovered I can actually make my own. I am looking at a five pound glass jar on my kitchen countertop, which is filled to the brim with the trail mix I made. It's Steph's trail mix. <laughs> so you're telling me that my trail mix of chocolate covered peanuts, marshmallows, graham crackers, pecans, and dark, dark chocolate chunks is not healthy, but it's gluten free. You have to put lucky those little lucky charm things in there and then it'll be perfect. Well, but that's yeah. the marshmallows. Wait, are they little dried ones like that? Yes, they're those the dehydrated marshmallows. Names. Those have names. They're called marbits. I always call them dehydrated marshmallows because you could actually go on Amazon right now and buy a five pound bag of them. Do you know I have to throw this in HM? <laughs> Just them. I know an Englishman, no names, who uh so Americans, I don't care how marshmallow is spelled. It is M-A-R-S-H-M-A-L-L-O-W. We're not pronouncing it correctly. It's marshmallow. I'm like, no, it's not. It's marshmallow. <laughs> Any time someone says marshmallow, marshmallow, marshmallow. I don't remember what he said. Anyway, and, Americans are saying it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Alum Aluminium. Oh, yes, instead of aluminum. Same yeah. same English guy. It's not zebra, it's zebra. <laughs> yeah, and they call it basil. Oh, God. I love basil. Yeah, you, the whole zebra thing, it's like, yeah, you see, our letters are only a letter, not... Z. To, 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 yeah, to, to put a Z on in England, you have to put Z. Z, yep. So, and, and in Canada. Yeah, so their letter... Their their last letter is actually three letters long. It's like Robert Jordan's books. Ouch. <laughs> so a two and a half pound jar of assorted dehydrated dehydrated marshmallow bits. Yeah. Thirty one ninety nine, and you can get it in two days. Oh no, you know because I just remembered because I have a Costco membership too and they sell obviously everything everything's in bulk and i'm thinking oh you know they'll have something different and healthy in those aisles and they've got quite the selection but again none of it is actually good for you none of it it's great price but <laughs> i'm like it's a bargain but it's not good for me so what's the okay so, yeah. look look you're in america it doesn't matter how healthy it is it's healthy because we say it's healthy and we cover it in 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 some sort of sauce. Yes, that's what takes out the the, the unhealthy things. And serve it with a thirty two ounce soda. Why only thirty? That you could get free 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 refills. And you know what the best thing about the uh, dehydrated marshmallows is? The taste. They never go bad. <laughs> that's true. And I mean, honestly, though, you know, and I'm not trying to be like, oh, hey, I'm Jack Lane over here. Do you remember him? Anyway, yeah. I mean, look, at, <laughs> when you look at like dried fruit, like dried pineapple. That's candy. I'm sorry. That's not pineapple anymore. It's literally just little bits of like sugar. It, they're delicious. Yeah. It adds that little yeah. something. But oh, yeah. M&Ms and trail mix, you know, and the, I can't. I just can't. I have such a grievance with trail mix. It's like they're like the nut food of like the Spotify of nut foods. Okay, Corey, you and I are going to have to go out and get some uh, twigs and some uh, some pine cones and, and a couple of leaves. Wild hickory nuts. Yeah, just put that all together and send it to her. 
There we go. I just don't want. Although in England, twigs and berries mean something very different. (laughs) Just no salt, no sugar, no candy in my trail mix. How hard is this? Like you go to different grocery stores, you go to different. No, it's like no matter where you go in that aisle. Nope, 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 nope. And I finally realized I just got to make my own. So (laughs) it's a grievance. (laughs) Maybe just start my own company and go on that shark show. Yeah, there you go. But make sure you bring a bunch of meat. Hanukkah <laughs> ham again. Hanukkah ham. <laughs> Dan? I don't remember what I'm angry about anymore. Um, <laughs> I even had one. What the hell? Is it? <laughs> um, That's why you got to have a list and you keep it I, up all year. No, I know, I know, I know. I have an actual <laughs> notebook. You have a notebook? Yes. Oh, one of the listeners sent it to me. It said "Festival Greek Festivus Grievances." Is <laughs> it on the notebook? That's- oh, January. So that's what. So the other day, I couldn't believe this. I, I, I think it was Mac- uh, McCarthy, uh, the old speaker of the house, um, was on a talk show talking about mass shootings. And one of the things he said was when somebody brought up the fact that like Japan hasn't had any real mass shootings, his response was, well, they don't have video games. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, they don't have mass shootings because they don't have video games. <laughs> I'm like, I just kind of sat there and stared at the screen for about five minutes <laughs> trying to get my brain back into gear. <laughs> Germany has no alcoholics because there's no beer there. Right. <laughs> you know why the Netherlands are so nice? There's no pot. <laughs> Far but yeah. reality is that dude. I, I, well, that's a good question for a lot of those, the house at this point. <laughs> the clown show. Mm-hmm. Hey. Quit insulting clowns. But that's but true. I guess. But By the way, I, I found out something about clowns recently. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. There is a place where you register your, your clown face. Yes. Internationally. And you paint it on an egg and they keep it there. What? I didn't yes. know about the egg part. The International Registry of Clowns. But every year at the end of the year, they have a ceremony where they read off the names of all the clowns who have passed away during the year. Okay. And all I could think is that would be the worst ceremony for an outsider to go to ever. <laughs> Because, you know, here they are. They're, you know, they, every year they get together and, you know, these are, it's a, it's a small community, probably close-knit, probably care very much about each other. And it, it, they then begin, okay, we're going to be reading the names of those who have left. Chuckles McJuster. <laughs> giggles the goofball. So there's the wacky and people who aren't clowns would have a hard time keeping a straight face as Dizzy Doodle, Jolly Juggles, Zigzag Zephyr, 
Cranky Puddles. I want to know. Looney Lenny. <laughs> Tickles the Trickster. Razzle Dazzle Ronnie. Just how would you keep a straight face? I'd be in the back going, <laughs> Puddles. <laughs> I want to know. And if then they... everybody be staring at me. Are you mocking <laughs> our friend? This is a serious ceremony, sir. Wobble okay. Wanda. Wiggles. Bouncy Bobo. Ruffles the Clown. Twinkle Toes Tim. So when John Wayne Gacy died, do you think they, he was part of that ceremony? I don't think he ever went to clown college. I think he was kind of a, a rogue clown. No, he was he was he was registered. Now, are the insane clown posse registered? Oh, that's a good question. <clears throat> clown college? You mean Trump University? No, no, no. I I mean <laughs> Western Illinois University, where I went to school. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. They gave me a degree. What's their problem? <laughs> yeah, he meant a legitimate college. So... I have a big grievance against the uh, writer strikes and the actor strikes. Oh, I thought the clown thing was. A... No, no, no. That was, <laughs> that, that's a rabbit trail. Oh, okay. You should be used to those by now. We've been doing this for what twelve years. Yeah, something like that. So, in May, I think it was April, April and May, mm -hmm. the writers went out on strike. Thankfully, it was after all the seasons had ended, supposedly. And then the actors went on strike. And the owners of the studios were like, well, we don't need them. We'll use AI and we'll do this and we've got enough. And, and the, the studios basically didn't even sit down to negotiate seriously for like four months. Mm -hmm. Now, the last time there was a writer's strike, that was the birth of the reality show. And Donald Trump and The Apprentice. Yeah, reality show. Because, hey, TV has got a lot of time to fill. So the, the cable networks went all in on reality shows. Network TV did more game shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they were all terrible. And reality shows gave us thousands and thousands of terrible people. And even more people who want to be on reality shows, so they go out of their way to be terrible people. Now, this time we had a lot of game shows. Mm -hmm. And all of these game shows are awful. Who's your family? Coming on Fox, you know what Who's Your Family is? <laughs> you get someone in silhouette who sings... And the panelists have to guess who's that person's celebrity sibling or parent. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. <laughs> so as I mentioned her earlier, because I adore her, Dolly Parton, like no one knows who her husband is. She has a husband. So he's behind a screen singing and you have to guess that that's Dolly Parton's husband. I don't think they'll be getting Dolly Parton's husband. But I mean, like, that's the kind of thing you're saying, because I mean, yes. no one knows who he yes. is. No one's first name. Except, looks like. except it would probably be Dolly Parton's second cousin twice removed. 
Well, how would you guess? Can they sing? Can the person actually sing? I'm not going to watch this thing. (laughs) I've got to watch people pretend to fight each other and write about it as if it's sports. It's not pretend. Kayfabe. Kayfabe! (laughs) (laughs) I thought the mass Singer was bad enough. Oh, my God. But no, we're getting shows that make the mass Singer look like Oscar-worthy contention movies. <laughs> I had an agent friend who swore I should watch The Masked Singer, and I was, the key word there was, had an agent friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know better than to watch this crap. You are an agent. And she's loved this show. I'm like, if aliens are watching us right now, I mean, this is why they just drive right by Earth. They're like, <laughs> no. <laughs> This is why. Shows like that is why. They're like, really? (laughs) But I think back on all the shitty movies that came out for a year after the strike. Because, hey, we got to make movies somehow. So what's that script that we've been passing on for five years? Make it. It's already hard enough to get people to go to a movie theater. I won't go to a movie theater anymore. Because... A, the movie's going to be on streaming within three months. And B, I don't have anybody in my house talking on the phone. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to worry about any of that. I can't imagine the shit that's going to be rolling downhill. The other thing about it is you had all these writers who then were, hey, I'm announcing a new comic book project. Oh, no. None of these projects are going to come into existence, by the way. None of them. Oh. Um. Oh. Because, hey, we were able to get jobs again. I don't have to slum it at Marvel anymore. Mark Miller. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know if I want to bring him up as a grievance because you guys would have to drive over to the house and like sedate me. <laughs> Here's a guy who came into existence in comics by writing on Grant Morrison's back <clears throat> and then decided, hey, I'm going to be the edgiest comic creator in the world. I'm going to do the Avengers, except Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are going to be lovers. And the Hulk is going to eat the wasp. And Wolverine's going to be ripped in half. Let's see if he heals from that. And then he did his own books, which were even more edgelordy. He got a big contract with Netflix. None of his shows on Netflix did any good. None of them. Sad trombone sound. So he's coming back to comics. (laughs) Womp, womp, womp. Comes back to comics. First off, he's told, we're not giving you that page rate. When he says, well, I used to get $1,000 a page. No, you won't. Second, his comics, since he went to Netflix, don't sell. Why? Because he was half-assing them. Even when he's whole-assing them, they're not that good. So what does he do? Well, I will start stirring shit. Hey, Ethan Van Scriber, let's be buddies. Who? Yeah. Um, okay. Comic skate guy. Oh. Oh. 
Oh, yeah. So Mark Miller tries desperately for a week to get the phrase cancel pigs going. Because social justice warrior just doesn't have the same punch it used to have. Cancel pig? And then uh, as he's doing this, he pisses off pretty much all of the friends he has left in comics. (laughs) Because they're like, what the actual fuck? Cancel pig? Yeah. So way to try to get back into comics after you burn your bridges at Netflix, buddy. Yeah, really. Good luck. I still remember when, who was it? It was Dan DiDio when he was in charge at DC, said very publicly at a convention and then reiterated it in print, Mark Miller will never touch Superman for any reason. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) And I sent Stephanie a really good quote from uh, Grant Morrison, who's the guy who got Mark Miller into the agency, because they both live in Glasgow. And an interviewer said, well, you both live in Glasgow, so is there a chance you could run into him? And Grant Morrison says, yeah, there's a chance. And I hope that when I do so, I'm going 100 miles an hour in my car. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Stephanie, your turn. I actually have a question about this cancel pigs thing. So Uh, Just one? Yes. Okay. So... This goes back to my first grievance. Um, full circle again. How long did he? Tr- did was he trying to like make this a thing for like a week or two, and then gave up? Because you gotta love when people do that. <laughs> yeah, he was on Twitter just hashtagging it and trying to bring it up, and basically, you know that friend who finds a fact that he thinks is the most interesting thing in the world and crowbars it into every conversation he's ever had. That was Mark Miller with the phrase cancel pigs, which I think means he wanted to do a comic called cancel pigs. And if he does that, Dave Sims should be pissed because his comic Cerebus was about Cerebus, the aardvark, who's an earth pig. Ooh. Good point. But it's not like, you know, a comic book artist would ever try to like rip off another comic book artist. So. No, no it's just, you know, it's crowbarring it in wherever he could. <laughs> We're not going to be talking about Rob Liefeld this month, this year. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this the guy from Levi's commercial? Oh, yes. <laughs> What a way to be remembered. He's like, excuse me, like his career. It's like, you can't draw hands and feet. I just remember you from the Levi's commercial. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Rob Liefeld draws comics for 12-year-old boys who draw like that. Well, I mean, you know, the (laughs) I gotta I'm gonna step up here for the 12-year-old boys though, because in about eight years from now, those 12-year-old boys are the next generation of comic books. So if a 12-year-old boy is drawing comic books and he's like looking to Rob Lightfield's art to do it, more power to him, but build your portfolio there, son, and hustle, hustle, hustle. You can't... Coast- and, and Rob Lightfield doesn't, you know, <laughs> no one 
no 12 year old boy knows who he is anymore all the 12 year old boys who looked at his stuff and said "Ooh, i want to draw like that they wound up working for marvel in like 95 through 99. right so who would you say is the rob liefeld of today i don't think there is one i think most 12 year old boys now they read manga yeah. So whoever the artist on One Piece is, that's what they want to draw like. Hmm. Oh, you know, oh, you just mentioned manga. I have to say something here. I know we're not geeking. I know we're grievance singing. Grie grievance singing? <laughs> <laughs> this is, so Corey, oh God, I didn't have Netflix and I just got Peacock because Corey, this whole Instacart plus thing. Anyway, so... I, you know, I love foreign films. I'm not really, Lauren, my daughter was into reading manga, so I did. And we saw, you know, all the Miyazaki movies together, and I love that stuff. But there is a show that I discovered. And the only reason I'm mentioning this is because of this actor. So everything I watched today is probably 10 or 20 years old. It's like West Wing, what's this, you know? Or The Good Place, I watched The Good Place, finally. <laughs> it's like, how old is this show? When did, when was this? Everything I'm watching now has got, been off the air for like a decade. Anyway, I discovered a show I don't think it's been on that long called Alice in Borderland. Do you know what this is? Like it's a, I have heard of it. I have not seen it yet. It's a dystopian. It's almost like the, um, oh, what is that? There's like a, that like they kill people in the games, not the hunger games. It's like the, Oh God, what is this show? They just did Battle a, Royale. No, this is. Oh, uh, the, the Korean one. Yes. Uh, Squid game. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. But it's so much worse. Oh, good Lord. I thought Squid Game, because that was a really good show. Anyway, the reason I'm mentioning this is because you said manga. Th manga. There's a guy in the show. He plays a guy named Shuntaro Chishia. He looks like he walked out of a manga comic book. <laughs> I swear to God, look it up on IMDb. Like, even without the makeup and the hair in that show, because he has, like, blonde hair that's that's done a certain way in the show. He, his name is um, Najiro Murakami, and he he looks like he walked out of a comic book. And every time he comes on screen, my jaw just drops because I'm like, it's like, I'm, oh, he's just beautiful. <laughs> no, no, he is. He looks like he looks like he just walked off the pages. Of, he's just, yeah, he's walking art. Anyway, just thought I'd mention him because if you've not seen Alice in Borderland, it's awesome. Sorry, we're supposed to be grievancing. <laughs> I could tell what you were doing over there. <laughs> Where's my diehard? <laughs> so, Dan. Uh, oh, she actually did one? <laughs> she gave up her place in line to give a recommendation. Oh, okay. See? All right. Now I am going to have to pin her for a three count. <laughs> that shoulder's not going down. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, a little behind the scenes secret. There was a match on Rampage this week that was just nothing but luchador Japanese high flying action for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. I sent it to Stephanie because I don't think anybody's feet were on the map for more than like 10 seconds at a time. Her reaction was, ow, 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 <laughs> I figure, I figure I hit one swanton off, you know, like the porch. Mm -hmm. 
and follow up with the kicks and slaps. Mm-hmm. Then you got her. Then she'll shoot me. Oh, no. <laughs> and when I fall on her, <laughs> she won't be able to roll me off for a bit, and that will be how I win. I'm thinking you could just step on my left foot, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> my foot is still swollen, Corey. <laughs> Dan isn't aware because I'm not on Facebook and I would have announced it and I would have put pictures up of it and everything. I dropped a piece of furniture on my foot on November 12th or so, somewhere around there, and thought I broke my foot. And the ER swears it's not broken, but it's still swollen, blue, purple, you know, can't put weight on it and I think it's broken. They say it's not. We'll see. <laughs> she had to shut down her OnlyFeet account. <laughs> I really should do that. I no there was a thing. And then Corey told me, I was like, wait, because I put pictures up of like my toenail polish or whatever on Facebook. And he goes, oh, you're just giving this away for free now. And I'm going, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then he shared this with me. And I was like, wait, I could make money posting pictures of Wait, is there like yeah. there people who are into like broken feet with nail polish on toes? Because I can. <laughs> well, see, I was just about to give that grievance because <laughs> uh, the fact that you, you took down your uh, only feet account after you got the broken ankle, because that just makes more of it. <laughs> there are people who have fetishes for not just feet, but broken feet. <laughs> Damn straight. Swelling Dan, Dan, and then the pushing and it's like Dan, oh, what's what? the rule? Hey, I Dan's not thinking about this. I he he okay. Are you oh wait, oh shit, he's got the water can. I gotta go. <laughs> what's the name of the internet rule? Oh, uh rule thirty six. Yep. Yep. If it exists, there's porn of it. Yep. That's actually true. Do not ask me how I know that. <laughs> Mike's husband. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's like Mark Miller. Sorry. <laughs> I found out something this weekend that I did not know. I didn't in the porn world. I did not know existed. Just oh hold on before you go into it. I, I want to say, Stephanie, we do not need to hear about his kangaroo alligator porn site. Okay. How would they even get them together? Because alligators are in Florida. And... Well, they bring them together and the alligator goes into the pouch. And, you know. Oh, okay. It's like how the penguins got onto the ark. Yes. <laughs> they walked. <laughs> One of my favorite shows on the interwebs is Joe Bob Briggs' Last Drive-In. Where he shows, you know, horror movies and comments on them. And he also has someone there named Darcy the Mail Girl. She's the pretty girl who reads the letters and tweets and all no, the other stuff. The Herman thing. Okay, go ahead. And I don't think you're wrong. She has changed her name to Diana Prince years and years ago, and she used to work in adult entertainment. Wonder Woman. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I actually thought the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can because you can change your name to anything. Mm -hmm. She just can't trademark it. But she talked about, you know, they're talking about different kinds of horror movies, and she let Joe Bob know, and Joe Bob Briggs has been watching drive-in movies since the early 80s and reviewing them. 
there is such a thing as horror porn. Oh, I'm sure. Such as Halloween Triple X. Well, okay, now I'm going to have a... I got questions. You have <laughs> questions. So, like, I just keep remembering back in the 80s when the slasher movies had to have a certain amount of nudity for them to be considered a good slasher movie. So are they like are they wearing like Michael Myers masks? Like I don't get it. Like I I have not seen any of them. I cannot comment, nor do I have any reviews. She basically just said they existed. Let's just say Tremors has a whole new meaning. <laughs> <laughs> now Joe Bob says that she reviews them on her website, Kinky Horror. I have not gone there. <laughs> to to verify this. But I do know that she used to work at adult films and now she works on his show and does cosplay and makes her living that way. Huh. What's her and now she actually goes by Diana Prince now or? Yep. Okay. And on Twitter she is uh kinky horror. But on Joe Bob, her name is Darcy the Mail Girl, because all the male girls have fake names. Back when he was on TNT, I forget. I didn't watch it back then. That's but when there, you went by Corlata, right? Yeah. No, you did. I don't talk about that. Okay. Talk about what? The 90s. When he, when he was a male That's girl. That's the answer, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk about the 90s. That's a great. That's a great thing about Corey and his secrets. If you ask him, he'll just blurt the answer out. Thinking, <laughs> nope, I, I don't talk about the nineties. It was a dark time. It was a bad I time. Know. I know that's when we met. No, no, no. We did not meet until two thousand two. Wow. You sure? Yes, because it was at Nanorimo. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, oh, it was. I didn't know you both did that. That's interesting. That's how we met. That is I how we met. Yeah. No idea. That's right. And we were both able to keep a straight face when there was a woman there who wrote fan fiction about Samwise oh, and, Bill and the his pony. pony and their deep love for one another. Yep. Um, yep. Yep, there's porn for that. Well, duh. Yeah. Even I know that there's got to be a, you know, Lord of the Cock Rings. <laughs> <laughs> you could take, like, any movie title and literally turn it into a porn movie title. Just but they it. don't do that anymore. When I worked in home video, yeah, when I worked at video stores, they had great titles. Like, Hannah Does Her Sisters. Ah, Romancing the Bone. Come on, fuck to the future. That was funny. Yeah. They wouldn't even have to change to tower, two towers. Edward Penis Hands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. The XXX Men. Yep, right. they had that. Yep. The Flint Bones. Mm -hmm. That's funny, too. <laughs> Final Orgasm. <laughs> Oh, God. Raiders of the Lost Snatch. Yeah. <laughs> this is taking a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. 
Gwendolyn in the land of the Yik Yak. I'm sorry, Perils of Gwendolyn in the land of the Yik Yak. <laughs> no, 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 that was rated R. <laughs> That's actually another movie I've never seen. Not the porn version, the uh, other one. I got in trouble with Corey the other day because I was naming movies I've never seen. And I just mm -hmm. losing like my standing as far as like nerddom and no, so her credibility. Like that too, yeah. Okay, my credibility. Um, if you've not seen go, if you're our age and you haven't ever seen Ghostbusters, never seen it. You've got you. There are issues involved. I've avoided that movie like poison. <laughs> yes, sir. It's true. How did this you? Man, this man has you, no dick. How did you survive comic conventions in 1984? I mean, and the stupid Ghostbusters car is still at all the cons. And I'm like, God, yes, get over it, man. It's like, I think they're on number like 19 now. I don't know. I just, I've never seen that movie. I've never seen um, Titanic. I've never seen Groundhog Boat Day. Sinks. I've never seen the TV show MASH ever. I've never, there's so much, I mean, just. Like I said, and the thing with Netflix, like I'm literally catching up on shows that went off the air over 10 years ago <laughs> and they were on the air for like 10 years. So um, it's pretty weird. Oh, there's a show called it's on Netflix. Um, hold on a second. I was like, they were like, oh, let's suggest this to you. And I started it. The girl who married the prince is an actress. And now he like pulled up suits. Oh, Wallace Simpson thing. Yes, 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 yes. Like he left the royal family for her and that's just not going to work out well. I'm calling it now. Um, yeah. Anyway, she's on that show. And I was like, oh, this is the show that everyone was talking about. <laughs> and I saw her and I was like, isn't that the girl who married that prince? <laughs> Meghan Markle, uh, right? Yes. That's how yeah. far I am in the with the world. So, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's the girl who married that prince. Yeah. So. She's cute. They're not going to work out. I'm calling it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sorry to say I don't think you're the first person to call this. <laughs> <laughs> the Vegas guys are like, "What? That that? What are you doing? <laughs> You've been taking bets on this for years. What are you talking about?" Well, I finally saw her. <laughs> I know. I finally saw her. That's the thing. Like, I saw her outside of the whole royal family thing. I literally uh. that's the girl who <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like that that's right she was an actress and then was it I don't know was it the who told someone told him we date actresses we don't marry them <laughs> yeah the royal family said that to him and I was like they're not wrong <laughs> <No. laughs> there uh I wouldn't doubt that that was Charles <laughs> yeah seriously a little snooty a little uppity that one so yeah just a little bit <laughs> just a little yeah yeah we just need a good breeze to come by and get him out though <laughs> <laughs> that's right i'm making fun of his ears i'm i'm bleeding edged here <laughs> hey i have a question what happened to the queen's dogs like little corgis like do they put them down with her like an no. Like <laughs> no, no, they no. they were given to somebody else. All the, are you ready for the weirdest fact about the queen's death? Uh <laughs> she's not really dead. No, she's actually Paul McCartney. After she died, the royal beekeeper 
had to go tell her bees. <laughs> okay, you're, now you're just messing with it. Nope. And then, not only that, this is a British tradition that when the that when a bee's owner dies, someone goes and tells the bees. That, Look it up. It's real. There's a royal bee. Oh, is this where royal jelly comes from? <laughs> Sadly, no. Now, did they actually? Now, was it they had to tell the bees or the Bee Gees? Uh, most of the Bee Gees are already dead. There oh, is. so they knew right away. Dead? <laughs> I didn't even know they were sick. Yeah. <laughs> Barry's the last one. But it's not even. Okay. Royal Beaky. How do you even get. Okay. I Again, I've got questions. You know, how do you get a job <laughs> with the royal family? How do you get to work in those kitchens? How do you get to work in their landscaping? But a royal beekeeper? Like, I. <laughs> Who else is going to take care of the bees? Just a beekeeper. Why do you need a royal one? <laughs> because everybody involved with the royal family is the royal something. Yeah. That's my point. Like, what? He's wearing, like, one of those beekeeper suits, but he's got a crown on his head? Like, what? Just be a beekeeper. Like, hire the beekeeper from in town, the guy who hangs out at the local pub. Well, yeah, but as soon as they do so, he becomes the royal beekeeper. That's just weird. I'm sorry. The whole royalty thing, it's just... Maybe it does. It's like getting a, like getting a, uh, when you become a sailor on a ship, you know, you become a crewman of that ship. It's, now you're just a royal something. Usually a royal pain in the ass, but. It's so weird. Like I was making, I was making fun of the, uh, I sent it to Corey, the Christmas card with Charles and Camilla. I was like, they look ridiculous. Like all that crap they're wearing and they're holding these, these, what do you call the, the center? It, they look ridiculous. I'm like, <laughs> They look like they're dressed up for Halloween. I'm like, what are they wearing? <laughs> Just because they haven't updated their wardrobe yet. Oh, God. They haven't updated their jeans either. So, Good well, afternoon, well. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was awesome. <laughs> so shall we get back to the grievances? <laughs> what we're doing a show i don't <laughs> i have agreements about the royal family no i'm just kidding um i do charles is an ass anyway <laughs> i know nothing about the royal family other than sarah the duchess of york was a babe i don't know what she looks like now or what she's doing now or if they've like sealed her away so that she cannot speak or something but back in the 80s, she was a babe. She's the redhead. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> She's married to the pedophile guy, Andrew, who got like like fired from the royal family. Mm -hmm. And um, I think they're like, they're palling around these days. Like she's back. I don't know. Like with him. I used to know everything about the royal family. Isn't she way too old for him? <laughs> <laughs> people are like oh he needs to go to court i'm like yeah the food court and a mall <laughs> <laughs> oh god speaking of dudes can i say that i have agreements about dudes or the the far too many of them with a need to mansplain or control or belittle women 
no, okay, no, no. Me, you don't get to talk to about you. that. Let me explain to this to you. Yeah, how this works. Okay. <laughs> like just trying to explain either my job to me or, and I know I mentioned this to Corey, Dan, there seems to be, and, and Corey explained, you know, there are always going to be filler words, um, uh, like, but lately I've only just noticed this because people have done this to me in person. I'm not just seeing this on the news and people who are supposed experts on this, that, or the other thing. Women don't do this. I've never seen a woman do this. I've never heard a woman. There'll be a conversation and the guy will turn around and start a sentence like this. Look. <laughs> <laughs> now I said it, keep your ears and eyes open. You'll see what I'm talking about. It's used on the news. It's a guy that I spent some time with a couple of months ago. He, you know, we went to go see a, a, a concert and he's explaining something to me at, you know, at the, at the concert hall. And then afterwards we went out to a Mexican meal and every other sentence was, look, <laughs> and I was like, excuse me. It was like, just so, it wasn't just belittling. It was, it, oh, it was obnoxious. And then I realized this is a thing because dudes are doing it. Watch CNN, you know, there's a panel of people. And one of those guys is going to start a sentence with, look, <laughs> it's a grievance. It it's seems a, like it would it would make more sense to go here. Or I mean, why do you need to start? It's almost oh, it's just so <laughs> ready for the ready for the one that's even worse. Yeah. So, well, actually. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's when you you put them together. Look, actually. <laughs> <laughs> And I love, love, love sarcasm font. Love when people say, so honestly, or if you, you know, if you want to be, I'll be honest, or they just say the words honest. And I'm like, as soon as you say that, you're not being honest. It's like, you're being disingenuous, but you need to use the word to make me believe what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? And again, it's a dude thing. Like I've never heard a woman say, well, to be perfectly honest, women don't do that. Or maybe they do and I don't notice it. But it, I'm telling you, now that I've said it, keep your eyes and your ears open. You're going to be like, holy shit. It's just, it's constant. Look, to be perfectly honest, look, look. <laughs> <laughs> look, to be perfectly honest, it's actually. <laughs> I'm going to start all my sentences with that from now on. <laughs> You make it become a thing like like cancel pigs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like and, it took off. <laughs> and then in about six months, I'll be at Dan's funeral and <laughs> his wife Jules will be in, you know, be in handcuffs. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Well, she beat him to death with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, actually, Corey, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> His his last wish was for that to be said all the time. Now, <laughs> <laughs> look to be perfectly honest, actually, he put it into his will. <laughs> it's so frustrating. Seriously, as soon as we're done, go find something. Go to CNN. Go to you. Go to your news channel of choice. Turn on one of the live videos. You'll see what I'm talking about. I'll do the same. And I'll just sit here and laugh and laugh to myself. My neighbors will think I'm crazy. There you do. 
So well, look, to be perfectly honest, actually, I already noticed it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! I can't breathe. <laughs> look, to be totally honest, actually, this is going to be really hard to keep up. <laughs> Well, I've got at least two more grievances I need to get out. One is the serial alphabets is no longer being made. Okay, there was a twist I didn't expect. That's just lucky charms about the marbits. But it's also in the shape of letters. Right. It's the only difference. It's the same. Now cereal. there's no serial with letters in it. So we cannot have the old George Carlin joke of I poured a bowl of cereal. And when I looked at it, it said, fuck you. There's still the Campbell's alphabet soup, though. Just eat that. <laughs> <in the middle. laughs> it's the not the same. You don't eat alphabet soup in the morning when you wake up. Says who? Breakfast soup. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's a there is the old you. internet argument. Is cereal with milk a soup? Well, if it's in. Oh, is this like a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. But yeah. alphabets discontinued. We're losing our childhood. You know, the people who, oh, I saw the new Indiana Jones movie and they've destroyed my childhood. Oh, I saw the new Ghostbusters movie that ruined my childhood. First off, the, the Indiana Jones movie didn't ruin your childhood. And the new Ghostbusters movie didn't ruin your childhood. Ghostbusters 2 ruined your childhood. But what's ruining your childhood is we don't have King Vitamin anymore. We don't have alphabets anymore. We almost lost corn pops. <laughs> super sugar crisp is now super honey. Who gives a shit? Because you can't use the word sugar because then yeah. you think it's unhealthy. <laughs> Calvin Hobbes. You know, just like trail mixed. Just exactly. What is Calvin Hobbes? What does he eat? Sugar frosted cocoa bombs? <laughs> yes, yes, sugar frosted cocoa bombs. The fact that they're making our breakfast healthy, I don't want healthy when I wake up. I need a jolt of sugar and caffeine because waking up to this dystopian landscape we live in, I need a jolt. Pretty soon you're just going to have to get one of those AED things and hook it up to me right after my alarm goes off. Because you wake up and one of the stories you read is you can sell your you can sell your organs in the future. You know, Corey, we're gonna have to shave your chest if we do that AED thing. Oh, <laughs> I, when I was in the hospital, they had to put the the EEG monitors on me. Yep, <laughs> taking those off. That was worse than the pain of them shoving the hose down my nose. Because it's not just you had to rip it off, rip, rip them off, and it pulls all the hair out. But I had eight of them on me. Yep. <laughs> don't don't worry, Corey. When uh, when we after you when you shaved, I'll just hang on your chest to cover it up for a while. Uh, I'm sorry. Nobody's allowed in the house anymore, Wolfie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you always say that, and yet you you no one gets in. Yes, no one gets in. It's like the pandemic. I am here. No one else is allowed. <laughs> You're talking about the childhood thing in Rune, and I know that you go to that um, that gigantic candy store that they have in Minnesota. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sell, and every time I mention this to someone, they tell me I'm crazy. 
I had to be about 19, you know, like God is born in the 60s. So this is 1974, maybe 75. It was long, flat, chocolate, braided caramel called the Marathon Bar. Marathon Bars. They had ads in Marvel Comics. Yes. Okay. So you remember that because when I mentioned this candy to people, they go, what are you talking about? I'm like, it wasn't around for that long. I haven't seen that thing in decades. And I'm just wondering if that shop has one. It does not because the Marathon Candy Bar, I have actually had to look this up for Joe in the past. Let's see here. It was introduced in 1973. Ah, it wasn't that far off. Okay. And discontinued in 1981. It oh, are you there? It's owned by Mars. Yep. Yes. Can you there. hear me? Yes, sorry, you dropped out for just a second. Okay. It was owned by Mars. There was a knockoff of it in England called the Curly Whirly, which was probably also the name of one of the clowns that I would laugh at when they were reading his name off at the <laughs> <laughs> these clowns died. And the porn show. This year. Well, I could see a Curly Whirly. Yeah. Yeah. We were. Give me this... a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this summer when we were doing some of the, the uh, I, I think Corey knows about this. We were doing some puppeteering jobs out in some county fairs out uh, southern, southwestern Minnesota. And every, the, there were a couple times where we went right by that candy store. And every time we were driving by it, I was just sitting there. Please, Jules, don't look up. Please, Jules, don't look up. You'll make a stop. Don't. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to stop? <laughs> I, because we, it, it was like a, a, a four to five hour drive, and it was already seven at night. Well, then you'd only be able to stay in there for an hour. I know, but that doesn't mean she would stop it now. <laughs> oh, no, she one of those people. It's like they're like we're closing in fifteen minutes. Oh yeah, uh huh, uh huh, and they just keep shopping. Like, <laughs> okay, uh, you come to the register. We're closing in five minutes. Yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Oh, if they were closing, that's different. <laughs> Yeah. there are those people who just don't care like you watch them in the store and they're like meh i'm still shopping and i'm like you people want to go home yeah they're the ones who go to the restaurant that closes at 10 at 9 50 yes yeah. and they want to be seated yes those are the same people <laughs> and then they eat everything that's brought out and then they go i didn't like that it wasn't cooked properly you ate the whole thing what are you talking about yeah <laughs> hey just because i dated her <laughs> I once dated a girl who <laughs> with, with the people that there, there was actually in. a girl I had to quit going out to dinner with because her actions made it so I would have to tip extra every time <laughs> she was so rude when the bill would come I would go up to pay for it not because you had to but because I wanted to say I'm really sorry for her and add another five dollars to my tip <laughs> wow i mean you can tell a lot about a person by the way they treat others no matter what especially wait staff right i mean they're taking mm -hmm. your order they're might not making your food they're taking your order and you're then they're bringing your your food so if something's wrong with it the chef may have screwed up or something but why be rude to i mean wait god oh Corey, i don't know man i don't know if you have a magnet for, i i don't know what's going on man <laughs> you want the beautiful thing about that though Yep. There was one of the uh, free comic book days, and we came back and we went to the 
to a pizza place. And it was one of those where they the pizzas, Joe Butch and I do not eat the same thing on our pizzas. So we got individual pizzas. Butch's pizza was not the one he'd ordered. He didn't care. He ate it anyway. <laughs> after he was done, after he was done, he was like, uh, did somebody get a pepperoni pizza that was supposed to be uh, uh, barbecue chicken? Yeah, we got a call about that. I ate the barbecue chicken. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not, how dare you give me the wrong pizza? It was, yeah, I'm sorry. I, you brought me a pizza and I ate it. <laughs> I do the same. Hey, there is a place where I was living where, and this is, it's funny because this was in a place where there's, um, Music conference. It's a long story. There's a pizza place that everyone at the music conference knows. A, they're going to run out of food every night before closing time because there's so many of us who are all hungry. And B, before they run out of food, they're going to bring you the wrong thing. Go and go there and order. You're going to get the wrong food. And you're going to eat for free. Everyone knows it now. (laughs) (laughs) We'd literally come out and I, God, I remember this was so much fun because we were sitting, not this year, but last year, or was the, it may have been pre-COVID. We we're sitting in a corner booth and I think there were 12 of us just jammed in there. And they come up to like, okay, who's got the white pizza? And we're all looking at each other and she goes, never mind, here, take it. Okay, free, free white pizza. She come out next, who has the meatball sub? And we're all looking at each other we're like, none of us. Oh, t- just take this. <laughs> <laughs> for another and we're just tasting it which we're eating for free literally i do the same thing so i ordered <laughs> i ordered the margarita which has basil on it <laughs> basil like rat bone anyway um and you ordered the uh tater tots oh god with the freaking tater tot. <laughs> you and joe with the tater tot i was curious man <laughs> what the hell is a tater tot <laughs> <laughs> oh i remember that <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's the most disgusting congealed oh god i will never but joe has the pictures anyway as proof but yeah so i ordered the margarita pizza and it comes out and it's actually pineapple and canadian bacon i'm like give me it i'll take it and we literally ate for free and then some we had salads and desserts and it's amazing i'll, I'll tell you what the place is after we're off the air so i'm not giving them bad <laughs> it's by the way to answer your question of where does Corey find these women, he's really got to stop trying to pick them up in pharmacies. <laughs> oh, that's messy. Wait a minute. Is this who I think it is? <laughs> oh, there's more than one. Oh, there is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> now you know why I have the no more than five psychotropic medications a day limit. Yeah, I just, just don't, seriously, just don't date. That's that's the key to, that's the answer. That is the answer. Just don't do it. Life is so much less complicated and peaceful. Just don't date. Anyway, you and Joe are so cute anyway. (laughs) Dan, he's married. (laughs) Oh, shit. I should have said that on air. I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> the dude's got no ass. <laughs> I don't think I don't think he's squatted a day in his life. Have I never <laughs> noticed this? Hold on. Joe has no really? I've never looked at his backside. How is that possible? Uh, he's married. Oh, that's why. That's it. Thank you. 
<laughs> it doesn't stop either myself or, my, or Jules. I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> Wait, does it stop you or Jules from looking at Joe's ass? Maybe anybody's at that point, actually. <laughs> yeah, just, just <laughs> sorry, off limits to me. It's like, nope, sorry, I'm not second best for anybody. I'm, I'm not the side chick, sorry. I need to get back to the gym and do squats. Speaking of side (laughs) chicks, the the grievance before about the guys and the the dudes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. The guys, look. (laughs) You don't know what you're missing. I'm like great in bed. And then they're not. (laughs) (laughs) This is a grievance. (laughs) So, yeah, when a guy starts to say the word look, don't (laughs) look to be uh, to be honest actually you are missing out on a lot not because i'm great but i am so bad i'm memorable (laughs) it's like if you have to announce something about yourself that's so incredibly awesome it's probably not (laughs) (laughs) it's like just let it speak for itself you don't have to put it out there you know you don't have to preface it just yeah Except that I am a national treasure. The movie? <laughs> Isn't there a movie? <laughs> yes. That I've seen. Nicholas Cage you, is that. I was going to say, you have Nicholas Cage in you? Well, uh, you know what? I could be like the next mi- like Mrs. Nicholas Cage because he gets married a lot. And I think he's cute, which is really weird. <laughs> I'm aware. Believe me. I have no type. I'm a woman born without a shopping gene. And I have no specific type because I think Nick Cage is cute, but I think Jason Moa is freaking hot. So, yeah. And oh, with yeah. as many movies as Nicolas Cage does, he's probably in me now reading lines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeff Goldblum. I've got to throw some Jeff Goldblum in there. So, Jeff, if you're listening, single. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Operators are standing by. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Goldblum. Would you you like to date Stephanie? Then please call 1-800-335-5555. I don't date. I'm not dating anybody. It's complicated. It's it's messy. It's it's drama. It's disingenuous. They're, no. Just want to get them into bed. (laughs) Sorry. And here I just wanted to marry Julie McCullough, but did Stephanie help me with that? Oh, no, no. Asked her for you. It's not like I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Corey, whatever. I literally said your name to the woman, and then I got down on one knee. I did the whole thing for you. <laughs> and she was, like, she was like, Corey, who? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, without pictures, there's no proof. Oh, shh. I want to see you kneeling in front of Julie McCullough. There are actually <laughs> pictures of this. There are pictures of you on her lap. Yeah, I am on her lap too. Yeah. <laughs> she took me on your marriage phone. She's like, come put those sweet buns right here, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Julie. <laughs> Rather comfy. <laughs> and Mackenzie Phillips is just sitting there watching, going, what is happening here? <laughs> That was a fun night. Sorry, Corey. <sighs> I do have one final grievance. We're at an hour 45. I think she just gave you a third. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Julie McCullough said no. 
No, worse. She said who? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm not a national treasure. I am. I have a grievance with myself that our schedule, we used to drop every Monday. But because of uh, my, my work schedule, my uh, schedule at pwinsiderelite.com, um, health issues, family issues, all this other stuff, the podcast drops whenever I get it done. I hate that more than I can say. And I'm going to try unbelievably hard to make sure that the podcast drops every day on a Monday, except for December 23rd, when we always do the Festivus episode and April 1st, whatever day it's on for our April Fool's episode. Will I do it? I don't know. <laughs> well, if you if you uh, need I, if you need filler, like if Joe can't make it or something, let me know. I recorded over a hundred and fifty podcasts this year. Okay. Between oh. Crazy Comics and Stories and PWInsider.com. Mm -hmm. That's almost uh that's more than a third of the year I did a podcast every day. That's a lot. Yeah. So I want to get back on Mondays. I apologize to everyone and I want to remind you it's Joe's fault. That was funny, Corey, but um, life gets in the way. And I know I said I've had a hell of a year, but so have you. So uh, we we appreciate the apology, but um, you're human and life happens and we're going to keep listening. So, But people need the podcast on Monday to waste their employer's time. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. So that's what and, this for. Yeah, and thank you for the apology. I mean, I don't listen to it, so... <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Look, Dan. <Yeah. laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Look, to be honest. <laughs> I actually don't listen to it. <laughs> That's because you actually have a life. How dare you, sir? How dare you? Just drive to store in Minnesota. <laughs> you with your job and your friends and your gaming and your wife and your family how dare you sir i know get rid of all those things and you'll have time to listen <laughs> save a lot of money at christmas i'm just <laughs> yeah <laughs> besides you, you you're easily on your way to the very creepy uh, anthony hopkins in the film magic because you've got the puppet. I mm -hmm. love that movie. <laughs> you just need to have the puppet become homicidal. Oh, I love that movie. It's so scary. <laughs> See, I watched it recently. So and all I liked about it was baby Anthony Hopkins chewing the scenery insanely. That's it. Yeah, he's so good in that. He's just, he's the rest of the, no, uh, the people he killed, I did not care. I was like, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve that. <laughs> that's, that's my goal in life is to be funny enough where anybody, nobody cares who I kill. <laughs> John Wingy's clown. Yeah. <laughs> Dangerous Dan Moore. That's not a very funny clown name. <laughs> Tickle Winkle. 
<laughs> Buzzy the Giggler. <laughs> Dangerous Dan Moore said he finally died on stage. I don't know why he considered the electric chair a stage, but... <laughs> How do you what? hold it? What? So wait, what do Amish people do? Like, do they just sit in a like? Does somebody just hold a light, like a candle over their head? Like, how do they? Like you can't. Oh. Put, like, what if the Amish like commits a crime? Like, you can't. Wait a minute, they don't have electric chairs. Oh no, God. they just put them in the old barn and wait for it to fall. Okay. I was going to say they nail them into a part of the wall of the barn so that, you know, it's like the telltale heart. Ooh, or it's yeah. like that chair that we talked about earlier. Yeah. Damn. Well, believe it or not, kids, we've shared our grievances and only had like, I don't know, five minutes of comic talk in this comic book podcast. Look, well, actually, <laughs> we talked about a lot more than grievances. <laughs> For an hour and 50 minutes. <laughs> so, Dan, even yeah. though we, even though you are on every episode, of, what have oh, you been up to lately? I've been on every episode? Yes, you're at the end. Oh, right. <laughs> um, you're yeah. our stinger. Yeah, that's right. I, 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 yes, and I do it every week. It's all live. Yes. Yes. Um, you get annoyed waiting for the music to end. I know. They make me sit there for an hour to an hour and a half and say, don't say a damn thing. <laughs> but I have to listen to the whole thing. Um, so you lied earlier when you said you don't listen. How dare you? How dare you, sir? No, I figure out which grievance one's for me. next year. Which one's going to get me more in trouble, that I lied or that I don't listen? <laughs> Either way, you're the number one grievance for 2024. Woo! I'm number one! <laughs> um, what have I been doing lately? Uh, not a, a lot. Of, uh, life got in the way on a couple different things. Even some of the my normal conventions I didn't get to this year because, uh, um, because something else came up. But... Uh, Hopefully, I will be at a couple conventions this spring with Wolfie, uh, and uh, I know I know I will at least be at Icon next year, but that's not until October. So, so yeah, uh, so there has there's been a lot of bullshit basically. <laughs> um, so. So yeah, but I'm looking forward to trying to get into, uh, get back into a lot of things that have been missing for quite a few years. So, so yeah. and and Stephanie, your color has been stripped out of all the Archie reprints that are being put into digest. So, oh jeez, <laughs> what they're black and white now? No, they just have somebody else listed as a colorist. I know it's Glenn Whitmore. I know, I know. I see them. At the, <laughs> it's funny because they're at the grocery store. They're literally at the front of the grocery store now. Like all the grocery stores have the digest. So I'll open it up and be like, oh, I did this one. Oh, shit, it's Glenn. I did this one. Oh, it's Bill Yoshida. Oh, I did this one. Oh, oh, wait, what? What? <laughs> did you look? On, have you looked on the cover? No. The digests are now $9.99. What? Yes. And you know, it's funny that you said that because I didn't even realize that. 
I was at a grocery store. God, last year I had to go somewhere, I had to fly somewhere. And I thought, let me pick up some snacks at the grocery store because you get the airport, everything's expensive. And so I picked up some snacks and a magazine. And I don't remember what, it might have been National Geographic. Oops, sorry. Joe just won. Just, Joe just asked if we're still recording. That's what that sound was, folks. So <laughs> I'm messaging just now. Um, so I went, I think I picked up a National Geographic and that was Corey saying yes. <laughs> National Geographic, go to the register, get my stuff. And they're like, that's, and they give me the amount. And I'm like, what the hell? I just bought trail mix. That's bad for me. And, <laughs> water and whatever. And then I was like, how did it? She goes, oh, the National Geographic was like $12.99. I went, I'm sorry, what? What am I already at the airport? What do you mean it was 12? It was something ridiculous like that. And I went, God, magazines have gotten expensive. Like, and I went to the rack and saw something else. I street. It was like $7.99. And I thought, wow. But um, anyway, I kept the magazine and read it on the plane and I ate the trail mix and I didn't eat that on the plane though. So um Did you read the free magazine on the plane? The what? Do they still have the free magazine on the plane yes. where half of it is stuff that you can order that you would never order if you weren't trapped in a metal cylinder in the sky? $20,000 bracelets and all other kinds. Yes, they do, they do still have those on the plane. And it's funny because I also learned that you cannot bring almonds into, sitting down, California. Now, I've discussed this with them because I'm like, they were born here and I'm bringing them home. They are California almonds, like raisins, California raisins, right? <laughs> so um, Joe is coming on. We're going to wait for Joe to come on here. Apparently he's a little late. A little. Do, do you have to extend the 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 zoom? Or I, can we go over time? I don't know if we can go. Well, over we're time. about to find out, aren't we? Yes, I have the pro. Let me actually go to the page and see if it just cuts you off. Because I think a little thing would come up that says you have five minutes or something on my screen. We'll see if that happens. And if it does, we'll just extend it. So how am I not signed into Zoom? We're on Zoom. Oh, God. <sighs> okay, look, to be honest, you actually have to. <laughs> I bet that he is um, upgrading his Zoom. <laughs> oh, good. Probably... Oh, good for you. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to do that. <laughs> oh, God. What is that guy's name? Christian Bale. <laughs> oh, God. You want me to tear down your fucking lights? <laughs> but I was just, sir, I, I was just, oh, good for you. <laughs> oh, good for you. Oh, God, things that you want to be remembered for. Christian Bale of that. <laughs> Bale of, oh, good for you. <laughs> well, thankfully, he was able to get work after that. Or we, the Batman movies from uh, Christopher Nolan might not have been as good. Didn't that happen after the Batman movies? No. Oh, oh. I thought that happened after. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was before. Or no, it might have been during. During. Oh. I quit paying attention to the Terminator movies after the third one. 
there, there's a Terminator movie after the second one? Yes. Oh. Because I saw it at a drive-in. Which is where Terminator movies should be seen. <laughs> there are certain movies that should be seen at drive-ins. Car chase movies. All car chase movies need to be at drive-ins. Okay? Slasher movies need to be at drive-ins. Except for the fact that they're way too dark. What? Drive-ins are way too dark? Well, of course. They have to wait until after sunset. <laughs> no, the movies are too dark. Oh, um... It's like the whole Fast and the Furious thing. Every one of those is a drive-in movie. All Technically, yes. <laughs> I mean, there's no difference between them and uh, Dirty Harry and Crazy Mary. Oh, your message just popped up from Joe. It says, I'm updating Zoom. God damn you, Zoom. Look, Zoom. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> look actually is that like love actually and does that mean that we have to be tortured with it every christmas oh oh god if i can remember you will be oh, speaking of which okay so cnn had this and the riders are connecting riders on the storm sorry um <laughs> okay i have a grievance about the doors <laughs> Oh, you mean by random truck testing, you mean you'll give me 36 hours notice, right? I mean, I okay. do my best work naked, you know. The last job, I brought gluten-free, sugar-free, dairy-free, wheatgrass-packed, all-organic, homemade baked cookies for my coworkers. I was tripping for a week. And I... Okay. Hello? Look, we don't, we don't, care, about, we don't I... care about the cookies. Did you make this? a trail mix? <laughs> what? Hello? There are going to be so many running jokes that Joe will have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> That's going to be the most entertaining part. Have I been fired? Was look, it just because Sue and Payroll didn't have a sense of humor? Joe, look, to be honest, we <laughs> didn't need you. I, what? I, I take it I'm not talking to Homeland Security anymore. No, it's the Festivus show. Oh, fuck. I thought I missed it. No. Purposefully. I was just mentioning, Joe, that CNN just had this whole article about Christmas songs people hate. And obviously, Paul McCartney's at the top with simply having whatever, hate that song. But it occurred to me as I was in the grocery store this week, George Michael has this ugh, last Christmas. I get, that's not a Christmas oh. song. Like, La last Christmas, I gave you my heart. And yeah, that's what. Let's change yeah. it. Last Arbor Day, I gave you my heart. It's the same song. <laughs> and the thing is, that's a remake. The very next day, I sold they, it on eBay. Yeah, there are so many versions of that song, and they play it all the time, and it's fucking annoying. <laughs> and it's not even a Christmas song. I'm no, like, it's like, not. Like, like Last Rosh Hashanah, I gave you my heart. Sorry. They made a movie <laughs> about it last year. Yeah. Mm. What? So if you if, Hallmark if, must die. So if you were in Whamageddon <laughs> and watched any TV, that commercial was on and you were out. You lost. I'm really good at avoiding Christmas songs because I don't leave the compound. I have not heard simply having a wonderful Christmas time. I've not heard last Christmas. I've not heard Mariah Carey. You know what Christmas song I've heard? Oh, don't the one I sent you guys, Christmas in Jail. Oh, okay, because the shoes one just makes me want to. Oh, God. 
the person who wrote the song. Like, I want to strangle him with my bare hands. I hate that song. (laughs) I think I hate the song more than the Paul McCartney one. Yeah, I try to listen to the ones that are like, you know, uh, the angel having the Christmas tree shoved up its bum. (laughs) What? Uh, I'm trying to remember the na- the actual name of the song, but the entire song is about uh, uh, the angel singing about the fact that um, it had a Christmas tree shoved up its ass. I, I I have not heard that on the Christian radio that they play at the group home. <laughs> you know what I did here, though, at a gro- so I'm in this very ethnic area, like my ethnicity area, you know, and you're wondering which one. Which I'm- one? My mom's side. And I'm walking around and they've got the Christmas songs on. I'm like, oh God, get me out of here because I don't like Christmas music. And Mama Sita comes on. Now I know y'all don't know this song. No. <laughs> but here's the thing. There's so this song has to be from the 1940s or 50s. I, you know, listened to it growing up because of my mom. Who, oh, by the way, for those who don't know, I'm Hispanic by birth. <laughs> Joe just getting back from Taco Bell. No, no, it's the drugs I'm taking because I got shingles. Oof. Anyway, so anyway, it's it's a Spanish thing. It's a song by a kid named Augie Rios. Someone remade it. So I'm walking around the grocery store and it's not Augie because I know the kids would. And I hear the music start and I went, this sounds like this no way. Like a song I listened to when I was a kid. This is like 60s and 70s. And it's basically Mamacita, Donde Esta Santa Claus. It's, it's cute. Like the names of the, the reindeer become Pedro. And it's really cute. But that's a cute song. It's like, and most people don't know it, but they're singing about grandma got run over by a reindeer. I'm like, oh, dear God. <laughs> I do have a Christmas list that uh, Christmas list on Spotify. So I know Stephanie wants to listen to it. Um, we've got <laughs> Someone Stole My Santa Claus by the Christmas Jug Brand. Christmas Eve Can Kill You by the Everly Brothers. Santa Came Home Drunk by Clyde Lassley. Don't Believe in Christmas by the Sonics. Lonely Christmas Call by George Jones. Christmas in Vietnam by Johnny and John. Who Took the Merry Out of Christmas by the Staple Singers. Who Says There Ain't No Santa Claus by Jerome Cortland. Christmas in Jail by Asleep at the Wheel. And Christmas in Prison by John Prime. Sleep at the wheel and John Prime. Yes, yes. Not even on getting two Christmases years. One from it's a divorce Christmas. One from mommy and one from dad. Divorce. I'm wearing my divorce pants today. Aren't all your pants divorce pants? Well, these are specifically because when I was married to the, the thing, <laughs> it almost sounds like I was married to Ben Grimm. <laughs> what a revolting development. <laughs> anyway, and that would have been Hanukkah anyway, but that's okay. Dude. <laughs> you can handle it. It's okay. The thing is Jewish. Oh my God. Anyway, um, I wasn't a lot. There was there were rules, man. Lots and lots of rules. One of the rules was I was not allowed to wear animal prints because he didn't care for them. So you would never find me in a leopard top or like any any kind of cute, even earrings, like a giraffe type, nothing. Nope. You could you couldn't dress like Peggy Bundy. Oh my God. <laughs> the hair. I love her hair. She ended up on that show with the Australian kid who became a motorcycle gang guy. Sons of Anarchy. Yes. 
Yeah, so she's also on Futurama. Well, yeah, she's the voice of yeah. But anyway, yeah. I just after I left him like screw this, I went out and got these snakeskin pants, and that's what so I'm like these are my divorce pants. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, quickly going back, the song I was thinking of, who put the who put the stump is the name of the song, and it's, put who stump. put the stump in my rump de rump de rump. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, Pedro, oh, Vixen. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cute. Just look up Augie Rios and Donde Esta Santa Claus. <laughs> I look I... for him because it's Christmas Eve. Ooh. Sorry, no speaking Spanish, senor. <laughs> no haba espanol. No haba. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and when you go to the grocery store, too, they... They have the thing you put your card and it says English or Spanish. And I'm thinking we should just take the English away and force people to learn Spanish. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I think more people speak Spanish properly in this country than Americans speak English, but that's just. And, yeah. and look, to be honest, I think it's actually Chaba. <laughs> <laughs> I speak two languages. I speak American and Canadian. American. Can I tell you how many refugees when I worked in St. Cloud with these Somali refugees would tell me because they grew up, you know, on, in camps. They'd come here and they say, you know, Americans don't speak English properly. <laughs> they learn from the British soldiers. I'm like, I'm aware. I know. <laughs> I don't need to speak English. I ain't never going to England. Which is <laughs> the funniest I'm... thing to be told that by Somali refugees. I'm like, God bless you. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Turn on the booty. No, when people say um, could have, would have, I'm like, it would have, could have, not of. Oh, <laughs> I could have. Could have, I could have. I'm like, could, no, that's improper. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Mm-hmm. So Joe, what's uh what's new with you? We didn't think we'd any it. grievances from Joe? Well, first of all, I was hoping I would miss this episode, but obviously, thanks to some crossed wires, I'm not. <laughs> but as long as we're bitching, <laughs> <laughs> their grievances, not bitches. Oh no, I got a lot to bitch about. Other okay. How many of you play phone games out there? Like calling people and hanging up on them? No, no. I mean, just remember, calling I had, internet trapeo shows and I trying, to trying to work in that you're selling to somebody to, today. Calling that when lines? The Simpsons started that we didn't have smartphones. And we when I was not. trying to explain the joke where they, you know they were writing in the Newton, I beat up Martin. Oh, go Christmas shopping, and he throws it. Yeah. He, he had no idea what a Newton was. And I said, no, I barely remember because it was a flash in the pan. No, I'm talking like a smartphone game because I do a lot of them because a lot of my job now is sitting, waiting for a bag to come to me that the computer thinks has an explosive in it. So I've been not allowed to <laughs> see a job. <laughs> well, well, it means looking at everyday bags where they, you know, again, some of you people thinking just because you pack that two-foot-long dildo in a bag that nobody's seeing it. We are. Oh, God, we are. And 
could you clean the fucking thing off before you put it in there? <laughs> I'm digressing. So I sit around. I'm either on Facebook. Uh, I'm, but, you know, they have smartphone games. So one of the things that a lot of the smartphone games, are is a lot of them are free. So you sit and you're playing them. And then occasionally the more annoying games will like you play two levels. Here's an ad. Okay. Fine. I'm I get how it works. You're you get money from the ads, but the ads are so insipid. Okay, you have to match three squares to save the freezing daughter and the freezing mother in their freezing house from the freezing outdoor. So wait, is Ted and then the, this game? Is the finger Ted? comes in and cannot match the three things. You need three triangles. No, triangle, triangle, square. Oh, triangle, triangle, hexagon. Oh, you freeze, they, you, you fail, they freeze to death. Can you do better? I'm like, they, it's, you can it's with like, revoke. You're so. <laughs> oh, it's like whoever's doing these. They're, they're making okay. These games are so easy to play that you got to be stupid to not win at them. Yes. No, I don't want to play that game. It insults my intelligence that you even offered it to me. Oh, well, here's something new that's happened in the last couple of months. The fucking game downloads automatically onto my phone. So meanwhile, I'm playing the game that I originally wanted to play. And all of a sudden, doo -doo, oh, yeah, we've downloaded this game for you. I didn't ask for it. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Listen, I've talked about this on the podcast. I'm from the age where I used to every weekend drop 50 bucks and quarters into a slot and play video games. If I like your game, I will pay to get whatever premium donuts or prize or whatever you're going to give me. But don't these ads you force on me. I, every time I see it, my intelligence goes. And all I do is just erase it. Even if it was some, – some games are like, okay, we're not going to show you any ads because it's ad, no ads in this game. We just want you to play it and with blah, blah, blah. The other one that I love are the games where you can win hundreds of dollars by playing our game daily. First of all, no, you can't. Second of all, I actually downloaded one. It was a bubble pop game. I figured, well, I got a bubble pop game. You know, why not? I'll just sit and play bubble pop and win a hundred bucks a day. First time you do it, it's like, okay, here's your frame. Boom. Congratulations. You won seven cents. Okay. To play the next game, you have to pay four cents. Called Spotify. I don't, even know. I don't even know who. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I pay the four cents. I lost. I lost my four cents. Okay. Here's my next options to play the games i can do a buck i can do five bucks i can do 10 bucks or i can do the in-store cash which is like whatever which i get hundreds and hundreds of but you don't win any real cash so it's like i'm so i'm going to play cash to win cash okay that's how they make their money and mm -hmm. yes that's how you conceivably can win you pay to get any tournaments but fuck you i'm out you owe me three cents <laughs> <laughs> with the with those those commercials that you were talking or the the ads for those games, I had to give this <laughs> one of these games credit because I hate the ones that are like only a genius can do this. Ugh. 
they changed one and it came up and it said only a genius or a sociopath can do this. <laughs> I'm like, I, I like I'll hold that one. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, a game I can do. <laughs> Joe, the whole thing with you know lowering your IQ, you see these ads or these games or whatever. And I'm just sitting here thinking, have you been to, I mean, have you seen America or or just you know? <laughs> Remember, I'm sitting in the basement making sure people don't put bombs in their luggage. And I still get people questioning me. Why can't I put a bomb in my luggage? <sighs> Have you seen the airports lately? They got huge billboards now. Please do not put your gun in your carry-on luggage. Oh, that's, yeah. Why? <sighs> so some This I is America. I can bring my gun anywhere. Supreme Court said so. But Corian, you just made, there was a guy, I don't know who he is, some dumbass white dude politician, again, he went overseas, like to Hong Kong or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no, he was in there. How do you not know you put your gun in your suitcase? <laughs> and the best part was, in Hong Kong, he won't get away with it. Nope. Here, yeah, oh, yeah, politician, yeah, we'll let him go because he'll fuck her budget over. No, 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 you're going to pay the piper there, buddy. Yeah, it was like a $22,000 fine. I was like, wow. I mean, they take the shit seriously over there. But I was just, I couldn't believe. He's like, I didn't know it was in there. Oh, come the way, on. You literally- in Chinese is Buba. Dude, I can't keep track of all my guns. What do you expect? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. When you pack, when you're going somewhere, I mean, not Corey's like to-go bags, right? Because you have those ready. When you're going somewhere, especially overseas, you're literally taking your suitcase, you're opening it up, you're putting it on the bed. It's empty. You're putting your pants in and your shirts and your suit and your ties. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's a little little presumptuous with his pants stuff. (laughs) Oh, well, some people wear pants, Joe. Thank you. Okay. But I mean, literally, you're- Another reason why I don't leave the compound. Figuring turn out the camera on. How much you need per day, and then speaking of cameras, Dan, will you move a little bit to the left? There you go. Yep. I've got my homeland security feet up still. You know, the sooner later they come back. Where did Ryder go? I'm sitting in a. Hey guys, I'm still here. See, very nice. Never mind. I'll figure it out. But yeah, I just didn't understand that whole thing. He's like, I didn't know it was in there. Oh, okay. It's my rule thirty-six, which means to me. <laughs> And I, I have friends who are, they collect guns the way I collect comics. They talk to these, about these guys. Dude, this guy does not deserve to have a gun. If I forgot where my gun is. Yeah. But even those guys are pissed because they're like, dude, I'm a responsible gun owner. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And these guys are making me look like an idiot. You know how you piss off responsible gun owner? And this works every time. People just, Ugh. if looks could kill, the glares I get from these dudes, the gun bros, they're like, I'm a responsible Homosexuals. <laughs> I'm a responsible gun owner. So you own guns. Yeah, I don't care. They're not for me, but good for you. Where do you keep it? Well, my nightstand. Because of what? In case of a home invasion. So as a responsible gun owner, the bullets then are locked up in a case in the closet, right? Because, I mean, any kid can walk up, open your nightstand and find the gun and shoot themselves. So knock off the whole responsible gun owner thing. You know what I mean? It's like you literally have it under your pillow and in your nightstand. It's loaded and ready to go. That's not being a responsible gun owner. That's a woohoo, yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker, die hard. Somebody's going to break in. I'm going to save my family. 
No, you're the not. The guy who woke up thinking there was somebody robbing him, he shot and blew his nuts off. Yep. Apparently something was rising at the end of the bed. <laughs> I, no, but I mean, just more people kill loved ones. I mean, this kid in Walmart took a gun out of his mother's purse and killed her. She, he was like two years old. Ugh. And I'm like, yeah, responsible gun owner. There's a gun in your purse and you have a two-year-old? It just drives me insane when I hear the term responsible gun owner. If you have it for home protection, that means it's not sitting separated from the bullets in a, you know, in a locked box in your closet. It's at arm's length for if someone breaks in your home in the middle of the night. You're not like, hey, downstairs, listen, I got to open up my gun case. Got to load my gun. Don't come up yet. Right. It's, it's just, it, it drives me crazy. That term just drives me crazy because it's just not true. I That's think why I'm a responsible sword owner. Oh, good man. Do you have like a katana? Because I want one of those. Oh, I've got a couple actually. <laughs> Do you really? Seriously? Yeah. Have you used them on anyone yet? No. <laughs> Not that he'll admit. I said yet. <laughs> of course I haven't. <laughs> I said responsible. Okay, stop the online security recording. He's not going to fall for it. <laughs> and Look, that's why I have a baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire. Look, Dan, actually. Yeah. Look, Dan, actually, because there was some guy <laughs> CNN. Nicole, <laughs> <laughs> right, you tripped like, over something and almost killed yourself in your home. Are you sure you want a barbed wire baseball bat just sitting around? Okay. Actually, I should have the most dangerous weapon known to man a wrestling title belt because no matter oh, yeah. what happens if you get hit by a wrestling title belt you are knocked out or ever i got one of them around here somewhere because in wrestling one of the things that the bad guys will do they will hit somebody with the title belt and they'll go down and they're not getting up until the bad guy pins them so the wrestling title belt is the most dangerous weapon in the world because I've seen people get hit with baseball bats, be put through doors, not tables, doors. I've seen people get skewer, the wooden skewers at the at the at the Chinese place, hammered into their heads. Does that knock them out? No. But they get hit in the head with the title belt, they're nope, they're out. If I ever need to rob a bank, that's what I'm using. Fighters on the storm. <laughs> I like the doors <laughs> I like the doors until I was 16 then I suddenly realized that Jim Morrison is a real pretentious bastard of course I like the song by war my song Joe Friday not in Joe's mind well, Dan. <laughs> did you know Lowrider by War has the exact same beat, but sped up as the song Sugar Sugar by the Archies? Hey, Sugar Sugar, Jeff Barry, Andy Kim, Tony Wine, Ron Dante. Sorry, what? <laughs> did you know in the middle of Def Leppard, poor what song? I don't know. Sugar on me. You actually say that, Sugar Sugar? <laughs> oh, You've been well, me. actually. Just. <laughs> Is like 15 years old, that Sugar Sugar album. I think he's like 15 or 16. Jeff Barry picked him up off the street, Canadian kid. He's like, I want to be a singer. He's like, okay, come on in, kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I should hang out inside the Brill Building more often. 
Well, you know, they're Canadians. They give every, you know, they're nice. Canadians are nice to make up for Americans. <laughs> There's that whole Minnesota nice thing, but that's just not a real thing. It's not, it's, it's Minnesota. Passive aggressive. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the Canadians have to keep giving bigger tips. <laughs> I keep imagining that Canada's like the people who live next to, you know, the dysfunctional family. It's like, well, we can't really move. And- <laughs> oh, they were they were British for so long. They're probably like, I keep an eye on these guys. And they told the queen to. Was it the king? Canada's like like living above the U.S. Like we're the meth lab in the basement, you know. <laughs> and well, like, definitely that explains suck. <laughs> really explains the smell. <laughs> hey, they gave us our smoke all summer. There's another grievance: our summer of Canadian smoke. <laughs> you care? It probably smelled like Tim Hurton, Burton, you or whatever. I went through an entire asthma inhaler over the summer. Wow, I forgot about that. I'm not there so anymore, and uh, I forgot about those. That's it. Eventually, st- that, right? <laughs> Joe and I drove up to uh, Duluth during the summer. On the way up, it was just hazy, not really cloudy, but just hazy the whole time. And then, then I went through rained. the car wash and cleaned the windows. <laughs> Didn't help. We went into, uh, what was the toy store? What's the name of the toy store? Oh, Toy Galaxy. We would go into Toy Galaxy. It rains. We come out. It's like, oh, my God, I can see the sky. I can breathe. <laughs> if I had to live my life over, I'd live over a saloon. I love the fact that your grievance is that the the you know Canada was on fire. Yes, like it and was it, their fault. And it bothered <laughs> my yes. Hey, you know what? Let's piss off that strode boy. Bad enough we closed his favorite Justin, donut store. Maybe keep your forest, Justin. <laughs> There's dirt on this floor. I am okay if can if California burns to the ground oh, because yeah. the smoke's not coming here. But the minute you inconvenience me, right, and that's the whole thing about a grievance. I got a problem with these people. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's not like you know, last year Steph couldn't be here. See, I told you I wasn't here last year. (laughs) Thank you. And I I believe even the the previous year I had to. I did a recording for it. You're never here. Corey's like Corey's no Corey's like. Oh yeah, we're gonna do Festivus this year. And it's not that I hate Festivus, I just hate you. But <laughs> Steph and Corey, I like them because they don't bug me every week to do a podcast for 14 years. And we still don't have a Wikipedia page. Wait. So I'm thinking, okay, fine. Tuesday night, I'm clear, there's nothing going on, I'm ready to go. Hey, you know, I'm going to see my daughter for Christmas. So I'm flying out next week. So with my other daughter, we gotta get together. Can't do it Tuesday. But she works Wednesday. Well, that's good because Corey, you know, one of his many jobs is watching AEW and typing about it for PW Insider. How's that for a plug, Corey? Do we get some bucks for that? No, but we would get some plugs if you go to ProWrestlingTees.com and look for my shirt. There will be a link in the show notes. So what does that rat bastard do? After everybody commits to do it, he's like, oh, I don't know if I like Joe talking to 
Steph and Dan, much less Wolfie. I, oh, guys, we got to move it to Monday. Sorry, my bad. Can I say I think that Joe made a Freudian slip that I need to be upset about? <laughs> Are you wearing your wife's slip again? No, but when you, you should, when you first that. when you first started this, you're like. You you say yeah you know I'm I just I have to be mad at Cor- mad at Corey because he changed this I mean I'm more than happy to talk to Stephanie and Corey. Oh. <laughs> I know what he was trying to say. He's no, spread, he, he's spreading some uh, some breadcrumbs there for a for for a future I, feud. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't mumble. <laughs> Uh, so thanks, Corey. But meanwhile, I'm trying to get my my every every ten years I gotta update everything with Homeland Security. So I'm busy talking to them and then oh nope. Zoom gets crosswired. I'm I'm sure they're busy talking to some who, who's that guy you were talking about when I got here? And uh never mind. I'll probably be fired tomorrow. <sighs> Holy Solitaire Rose Radio paid better. I was gonna say that's gonna actually make the, the podcast a lot easier for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is that. Corey, can we record today? No, I gotta hang now. Well, how about tomorrow? No, I'm working a group home. Tomorrow? No, I'm doing overtime till midnight. Well, how about oh, PW Insider? Okay, Corey, there's only seven days in a week. I don't care what the Beatles said. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to uh, get an eighth day. Yeah. We'll see if uh, we'll see if Congress takes up my my amendment. Oh, yeah. I can't even get daylight savings time off the record. <laughs> Not wrong. Stupid farmers. <laughs> How dare you insult the world's oldest profession? It didn't say anything about a bakery. <laughs> Look, Arts? To be honest, actually, I found out recently it wasn't the farmers. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is that's actually true. I found out that the daylight savings time wasn't the farmer's fault. It actually started in Germany because the uh, the shops wanted more light to get more customers in. Why? The, yeah. Why? I, I can't remember how the idea converted to that it was farmers, but apparently it was never the farmers. Meanwhile, the Native Americans are going, uh, you white men, you're not saving any daylight. Yeah. <laughs> We had a perfect system going for tens of thousands of years, and you came over and messed it up. <laughs> to which I say, yeah, but we took a country you guys hadn't done diddly shit with for 10,000 years and made it the most powerful nation in the world all up until presidents ago. But anyways. Uh, no, the Celestials landed in North America and Peru back thousands and thousands Told of you, years Homeland ago. Security's listening. Quiet. That's where the Eternals come from. I'm here because Joe I want to not sent me here. I got to report everything any you attention to the I am. I'm trying windows. to tell you to shut up. You're giving away too much. It's like touch a penny, they got your DNA. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I don't believe in DNA. That's funny you mentioned that, Dan, because guess where DNA was discovered? Germany. Okay, go on. Next. <laughs> I'm serious. No, there's like a, I was at a place. I don't remember. Oh, God. I don't remember where I was because we were all over Germany. But we went to this 
place and they have plaques on the walls or were in the historic and this one said in particular dna was discovered in this building in the 14th century i was like i'm sorry what <laughs> like, <laughs> somebody oh, had a black light and went oh look at that mess in the teenagers so room weird. Yeah. <laughs> well originally it wasn't daylight savings it was daylight not allowed so that's actually where <laughs> dna came from <laughs> daylight not allowed that's funny <laughs> oh my gosh I miss Germany. <laughs> it's like my favorite country. Sorry. Joe was talking about like most powerful nation in the world. I'm like, ain't America. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> you can't always just tie your shoes in little Nazis. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> I did not uh, see that coming. I did not. I, I, I have another grievance. <laughs> Joe, we give the floor to Corey. Both of you. I have grievances against the both of you and your puns. <laughs> I just told you to be yourself. I mean, it was pretty mean, I guess. <laughs> uh, Joe found his dad joke book. <laughs> it's a lot of ball to golf the way I do. Well, we have been doing this for two and a half hours. Sorry. There'll be a better podcast next week. Trust me. So again, if you're stuck at a Christmas at a family gathering, just put in those little uh, the 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 tiny little wireless headphones, and you don't have to listen to mom tell the story again yep. about how when you were six years old, you're in the school play and your pants accidentally fell down, or your wife telling you to stop impersonating a flamingo. I had to put my foot down. Oh. Uh, why did we let Joe on? Look, to be honest, <laughs> I actually didn't want him to come on. Trust me. I thought when I turned my computer on, you guys would have been done. Like, I didn't think you were going two and a half hours. <sighs> you know, the, the Festivus show always gets out of control. And we had a lot to talk about you when you were in here. <laughs> I yeah. think seven of my nine grievances had the word Joe in them. <laughs> He's going to edit all that out. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to wish everyone a happy Festivus. Enjoy uh... your feet strength. Is that good farting? Because I really am. Oof. I'm telling you. I'm going to go put up the bare aluminum pole and prepare for the Festivus feast. And if we ever get this podcast done, it'll be a Festivus miracle. Hey, Joe, here I come. Oh, thank God, Wolfie's here. Give me some tongue. So, Dan, what do you have to say to the listeners? Thanks, Dan. Wolfie, what do you have? <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to say to the listeners? Play my music, bitches. We done, bitches. <laughs> uh, be my bitches. <laughs> yuck. Uh, 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 yuck. Uh, to be honest, <laughs> actually, <laughs> hit my music. Well, wait, Stephanie hasn't said goodbye yet. Oh. Why are you... Uh, Okay, exactly buddy. the thing she's talking about, how men like Wolfie just dismiss women. 
puppet. I never dismiss women. They usually run screaming. <laughs> Stephanie, would you like to say something before I get into more trouble? Are we supposed to wish everyone a happy Festivus holiday season? New I, year have, <laughs> I have no fucking idea. It's the time where we say goodbye and we get sentimental and, and, and our hearts grow three sizes. And now till we meet again. Adios. I just heard a pop in my chest. Is that bad? How could he do Spanish? He said adios. When life gives you melons, you might be dyslexic. I look for him because you have to hear the song. Look up Augie Rios. That's how I'm going to sign off here. Seriously, everyone make this a thing. I want to hear this on the radio more often than on McCartney and the reindeer song and the other bullcrap. Last year, I gave you my heart. Oh, God. <laughs> it's not a Christmas. Last Yom Kippur, I gave you my heart. I mean, just, <laughs> you can put anything in there. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 Zampic. <laughs> I didn't think that was you know. real. <laughs> I'm like, that's not for real. Please tell me that's not for real. <laughs> oh, my God. Believe it or not, kids, you've listened to us blather on on Festivus for two and a half hours. And as we see every week, the comic we like the least, we still like better than the comic that you uh, like the most, Joe. Maybe if we start telling people their brain is an app, they'll want to use it. Wolfie, go ahead, hit some music. Hit my music. And that be all, bitches. Mamacita, ¿dónde está Santo Claus? ¿Dónde está Santo Claus? And the toys that he will leave. Mamacita, Oh, Santa Claus! 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 Oh, Santa Claus!